going to retweet you. Promise okay. to be uh, slightly nicer today. <laughs> yeah, we, we think it's chill today, but Elon doesn't. Yeah. Because we had the COVID think... best today, and I rescheduled it for tomorrow, and then yeah, and that's then a lot better. Happens. Yeah. Hi right, guys, we'll just give it another couple of minutes to organize everything. Yep. I told uh Kat to join our space and stop trolling Andrew Tate. It's kind of pointless. Oh, she's is Andrew Tate active on Twitter again? Yeah, he is. She's doing a space right now. Who is Andrew? Yeah, Andrew. And the, oh, nice. the name of the space is You're a Loser. I mean, it's your typical Andrew Tate stuff. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I mean, we follow so, John Brief, John, John Brief, yeah, we're interviewing him. We're bringing him on the space on Monday, on uh, in January, sorry. Mm. Uh, John, I just yeah. uh, brief the uh, audience on um, what exactly happened. Uh, what, yesterday or today? Like, I mean, there's... today, the announcement now that uh, got everyone riled up. Oh, well, riled up's a bit of an overstatement, I think. But, uh, just to give people a gist of it, so Twitter is a new set of rules, and this uh, is new, right? This is not a not not some revised language or anything, but uh, you you can link to other platforms. You can link to Instagram. You can link to Mastodon. You can link to Facebook, and so on, right? There's no ban on linking. The rule is. Uh, and I'm not going to say essentially, no, the rule is that you cannot turn your Twitter account into a free advertising platform for uh, one of these rival uh, social media websites. Because a lot of users, particularly leftists, right, this is not something right-wingers are doing at all, was they were changing their usernames and they would delete all of their tweets and they would change their usernames and say, hey, find my tweets at mastodon.com slash at whatever, you know, like at furry avatar or at uh, furry pedophile uh, uh, trans person, you know, like, okay, like that's how they were advertising themselves. And so, so what? What? Said I said, something? so what? Yeah, I said, so what? Uh, Oh, that that's just a rule to ban it. Yeah, that's all. I mean, so, so what, what, right? Like, so what's the big deal? I mean, they, they're, they're gone. So... <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't that disagree was not with my that point. I, I my don't point. disagree with the move. Go ahead, go ahead, Kat. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. And that's, no, you that's spoke fine. first. You spoke first, Kat. Go, you, you explain oh. yourself. Okay, okay, I'll ex I'll explain myself. I've always had a criticism in general uh, over platforms because um, you build an audience, right, and uh, and then you don't own that audience. So as soon as a platform decides to arbitrarily kick you out because maybe you, you know, misspoke or you know all the things that people I think in this chat are often so concerned about, or you know, there's there's other reasons you can't just move to another platform because they own your 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 um users so that was an issue you know twitter 1.0 it's an issue with every single social media platform 
pretty much except for, you know, maybe Substack, but that's not really a social media that's platform. That's a newsletter. Yeah. Yeah, it's a newsletter. So, uh, that's why it's not on the list. Now, um, when it comes to Twitter, it's the only one now that says, well, you can't even mention these other social media outlets. So it kind of takes that's that. Not true. That's true. That's, you're misrepresenting it. Like I said, you okay, can't who, link who to else? It. You can't mention it or link to it. It says no, that. Uh, yeah, no. No, you can't. No, you no. Can't. Read it. it says that in read. the in the phrasing. No, I think you can mention it, but you can't tell people to go to your profile. Yeah, that's what I think. That's exactly. That's the difference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, read the, okay. I'm going to read the rules here just so we're all clear. All right. So. December 2022, Twitter is where the public conversation is happening and where people from all over the globe come to promote their businesses, art, ideas, and more. We know that many of our users may be active on other social media platforms. However, going forward, Twitter will not allow free promotion or specific social media platforms on Twitter, right? What is the violation of this policy? Well, at both the tweet level and the account level, we will remove any free promotion or prohibited third-party social media platforms uh, off social media, uh, third-party social media platforms, such as linking out uh, to any of the below platforms on Twitter or providing your handle without a URL. So the prohibited platforms are Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, True Social, Tribal, Post, and Nostr. Now, it does not include uh, a whole TikTok. bunch of others. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Notably. No, well, no, YouTube because like, they're not competing against TikTok, and they're not competing against YouTube, and they're not competing against Telegram, for instance. Telegram's allowed, VK's allowed, you know, like you can link to that, that's no problem. Okay. And also sure. using third-party social media aggregators like Linktree and Link.bio, right? Linktree is primarily used by sex workers, right? Let's not deny that. This is OnlyFans people. Now, you can link to OnlyFans, interestingly enough, but you cannot, you know, use your link tree to do it. Uh, examples are follow me at username on Instagram or username at mastodon.social. This is what a lot of them were using. Like, they would literally change their username on Twitter to username at mastodon.social. That was a thing. Uh, and then check out my profile on Facebook, facebook.com slash username. Now, accounts that are used for the main purpose of promoting content on other, uh, another social media platform uh, may be suspended. Additionally, any attempts to bypass restrictions on external links to the above prohibited social media platforms through technical or non-technical means, such as URL cloaking, plain text, or obfuscation, is in violation of this policy. This includes, but not limited to, spelling out dot, right? For social media platforms that use the dot in the names to avoid URL creation or sharing screenshots of your handle on a prohibited social media platform. For example, Instagram.com slash username. Now, what is not in violation of this policy? Well, we recognize that certain social media platforms provide alternative experiences to Twitter and allow users to post content to Twitter to these platforms. In addition, sorry, sorry, in, in general, any type of cross-posting on our platform is not in violation of this policy, uh, even from the prohibited listed sites above. Additionally, we allow paid advertisement for any of the prohibited social media platforms. So there, you know, Facebook is free to advertise here. Mastodon's free to advertise. And also you can, uh, you can cross-post just you can't link to your username there. Do you, do you get it? Yeah, no, I get it. But um, would you be, would you, in all honesty, would you have been okay with that same policy if it came under Twitter point 1.0 administration? I would understand it. It's their site. You would understand it's a it. platform. It's so, a so, great so this platform. Is, this it's is the right my, to do it, but go ahead. Ed. This is my view. I, I don't have a problem with, what elon musk is doing there i understand why he's doing it there he wants it's a good business idea for him a bit good business move but he did say free speech 
and people said that Twitter was a town square, mostly conservatives, that Twitter is a town square, so free speech has, has to go. If this was really a town square, this would be against the First Amendment. I don't... I was just yeah. going to say, he did say free speech, but free speech on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not free speech on yeah, Instagram, but, but, but Facebook, I mean, and all these it, other platforms. So I'm, I'm just saying he square, doesn't though. make the rules on, he doesn't make the rules on other platforms either. Um, he also is probably, I would guess, not wanting people to be, uh, funneled to other platforms where they're allowing the doxing of his real time information. Once again, uh, if that's not under, you know, policy or breaking TOS or whatever on other platforms, why would he want accounts that could you know, say, oh, go follow me over here where I'll be doing the things that I'm not allowed to be doing here that are putting people's lives in danger, if that and makes additionally, sense. Jason DeBolt had a pretty good point. I just uh, quote tweeted, I mean, not quote tweeted, but I retweeted him. I'll just put it in the top there. He says, you're free to speak, but you got to pay to advertise. Sounds reasonable to me. I mean, that's how I view it as well, right? You're These are competitors, like, Look at the list of names there. Besides Facebook and Instagram, which, by the way, are still a threat to Twitter because they are now rethinking their free speech policies. They might actually allow it very soon because how for how well it's actually working out for Twitter. But beyond that, there's uh, you know there's Mastodon and there's Post Social, right? I'm not saying they're threats to Twitter, but the only reason they even exist, or the you know the only reason they have users at all, is because of Twitter. It's because people advertise for these sites for free and, uh, you know, fucking uh, publications, news magazines, uh, anyone who's upset at Elon Musk is, you know, writing a bunch of articles saying, hey, go to Post Social or go to uh, Mastodon, go sign up for it. So it's in the business interest of Twitter to not give these people a free platform to advertise their thing. I mean, if they want to do it and want to pay to do it, that's fine. You can do it. It's like the the rules even say you can pay to advertise the other platforms. No problem. You just can't do it for free. I can understand that. Look, I can understand even no longer allowing competitors like Facebook and Mastodon to even have official pages on Twitter anymore. And I can even understand prohibiting users from constantly uh, promoting other platforms and tweets, etc. But banning Linktree and people's bios... I think is a huge overreach, particularly if you want to continue to attract content creators. I, I don't agree with that. I think that, that's not what I was going to ask. The uh, users very well because a lot of people do use Linktree as their website. So, you know, cutting that out. I mean, I use something that's like Linktree for my website. So it just doesn't really make that much sense. And I don't really understand the overall gain of this policy because, um, you know, everyone uh, on the left having a uproar about going to Mastodon actually kind of blew up in their face and then no one actually did it. So I think just not touching this was actually to Elon's benefit. And this seems like a strategic overreach to me. I wonder if he is doing this in uh, preparation for getting more content creators to come to Twitter. I wonder if when that does happen with video quality and and length of video and all of that, uh, if he'll actually include YouTube in this policy as well eventually. And also, um, I, I don't know. I just, I think that there, you can't go physically to each person's link tree and see what they're linking to. I don't think there would be a means to do that. And I also think maybe he's decided, is it enough or thought, is it enough to get Tim, for example, is it enough to get you to quit using Twitter? 
is it, you know, not being allowed to link to your link tree? Is that enough to get you to say, that's it, I'm done, I'm not going to use Twitter anymore? But Tim should be able to stay on Twitter because Twitter is a fantastic experience for the creator, for the tweet, you know, for the people there. Uh, they should not want to leave uh, because um, they love it. And so and even if I am sharing, you know, I don't really share links so much, uh, you know, to other profiles uh, myself so much. But like but even if I did, it would be just to sort of maybe augment because maybe Instagram because I post photos there. But, uh, you know, from travel or something, but like, but regardless, you know, if he's afraid of people leaving or he doesn't want them to like share links, it, you know, it's because people want to stay on a platform because they love it and they're loyal to it because they love it. So I think it just sends the wrong message to me. I have, I have a question. Um, maybe Ian, I'll go with you first. Is this a, a discussion of free speech or monopolistic behavior or none of the two? Uh, I don't think it's either of the two. I mean, it's just a business decision, and he doesn't have a monopoly on social media as much as some Democrats in the House might want to claim that he does. You know, like you see these idiots going, oh, we need antitrust to break up Twitter. It's like, why, though? Twitter has, like, the smallest share of all the social media platforms. It is a tiny speck of nothing in comparison if, if Twitter, to if Twitter had the big, if if Twitter had a bigger share, let's say Twitter had the same share as Instagram, which has a massive share right now, would you then look at it as potentially monopolistic or still, hey, it is what it is? Um, I would say it still is what it is. It's it's not a competitor to others. I mean, even Instagram isn't a competitor to anything else. So even if they were to prohibit links to any other site, which they, they kind of do because you can't link to anything at all. Like literally, you can't link to anything at all. You have to pay for you have to pay money on Instagram to link to anything. That's a fact. Check it out. The yeah, I, one... I don't agree. I don't think they're a, mo- a monopoly. I don't think you know. Yeah, they're not a monopoly, right? Trust. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't call them a monopoly. So you know, this idea that's a monopoly is just kind of absurd. And I don't think Twitter is a monopoly. I don't think TikTok is a monopoly. They're not really competing against each other. I mean, is Twitch a it's... monopoly? Maybe, it's not a monopoly, not really. but it is within its own sort of uh, ecosystem. You know, again, I think because the amount of time, like people have been on these websites, and again, it's not exclusive to Twitter. It's it's really every social media platform that anybody has invested a lot of time in because, uh, you know, people who, especially people who have larger followings, um, they're they're really tethered to those platforms. It's really, you know, you can lose it overnight as, especially as, as a lot of people here talk about, you know, especially, you know, a lot of conservatives here, for example, have been targeted and lost followings overnight and, um, other people and now maybe some of these journalists who've sort of discovered with these you know very quick suspensions but you know that's that's what happens if it's kind of at the whims of of one person or one entity um that's what happens when it's at this entity so that's a really tricky thing and i think that is something that you know when you you lose trust when when an entity sort of takes advantage of that I think Elon Musk essentially just said what I got a DM from someone saying, uh, no outside food or drinks. Uh, really quick, can we go to the hands that are raised? I'm not sure if it was fried chicken first or, or Brock, Mario or Ian, were you paying attention? Uh, it was Brock, Brock. I was gonna, I haven't really fully read it, but I, I saw how, um, it mentions Linktree, like, 
and Ian, you said you can't link on Instagram. I mean, they're not they're not limiting that. Is that like a does does it seem like it's explicitly like you can't do that? Like in in my bio, I have it's a Hoobie. It's a similar thing. Does it seem like that's like total no no now? It, it no, it's it's not like it's a total no no. I it's, it's are you referring to Instagram or are you referring to Twitter? The new Twitter, rules? like with the new with what they just put down. Oh yeah, that... okay. So in your bio, you can you know you can put your YouTube channel or your personal website and stuff like that. That's fine, but you can't use Linktree in there. Uh, yeah. So I would remove that if it's in there. If you have, oh, a why do you thing. think why, why do you think Linktree is there, Ian? Oh, I think it's because they just like what Tara said. They just can't check every single one of these. I mean, like, what's oh, stopping sorry. a person from using that as a way to bypass the ban on Mastodon, right? Like, if you put Mastodon in your link tree and you put your link tree in your profile, it's very hard for, you know, moderators to, to go check every single link. That would be absurd. So, yeah, but yeah. there's there's so many other links that you people put there. And it, I, mm. I mean, I just think that's a little over. Sex workers most said. affected. Ha ha. Crimea River. That's just not accurate. I mean, a lot of people put links to their latest... Uh, latest journal articles, their latest white paper, multiple projects they're working on, their business, and their, some of the other social media. They put pretty much everything on there. It's just become a normal uh, substitute for having a you know old-fashioned uh, website, and that's what Guys, people uh, do. Question, mm. uh, has, has Elon uh, made any comments on this yet? Because I know he's at the World Cup, so I'm not sure if he has. Has anyone checked? I don't believe no, he has. No, he's not. He's not. I, I have a question. When, at what point, so just for everyone here and myself included, at what point do we need to get rid of the the uh, links? And do people? Do you suppose people need to go back and delete tweets where they were saying like, "Follow me on Instagram" or "Follow me on these other platforms"? What they're at? Yeah, that's what they were doing. And by the way, I just added. Uh, is is Josh in here? Did you get at it? Is he uh, requesting? I can't see. I can't see him as a speaker. Yeah, uh, try to re-request if you want to. Yeah, Josh Olin is a game developer. He used to launch Call of Duty games. Nice. Fried Chicken um, was waiting also. Adding him again. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Fried Chicken. Yeah, so my question is, where does this leave uh, Substack writers? You know, can you not now? That's fine. That's fine? Yeah, you can link to Substack. You can link to Substack. Because that was my curiosity. You know, you got a guy like Matt Taibbi who's been one of the premier writers on that platform. And now he's one of the biggest ones dropping all the files. I didn't know if that was good. So, but so it seems like certain platforms will be allowed, but and some won't be. Well, well so right now, but what happens when Twitter releases long form? And that posts? was what Do I wanted to get into next. Like I know they want to. That I, I uh, yeah. it was, it was. Uh, I, have a, I have a question for you, um, uh, uh, Ed and and mysterious cat, uh, Catherine. Do you consider this – like how would you compare this to the whole doxing discussion we had yesterday? Would you consider this a more concerning – because I know you're both a bit concerned about this, and I saw your tweet, uh, Ed, I, with Brian. Is that I, I more concerning? Say it's, I wouldn't say it's more concerning. It's just – to me, it's hypocritical because you know, you've know, built this platform saying free speech, free speech, and all your defenders are saying Twitter is a town, town hall, town square, so – you know, you have to abide by the First Amendment, and this is this. If this was a real town square, you're standing out in the middle of a town, and somebody was saying you can't talk about your company, that would be against the First Amendment. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of, I kind of, uh, I kind of side with Ed on this one overall. I, you know, look, I, I love Elon, and I'm super thankful for his commitment to the expansion of free speech and political speech, and he's been removing shadow bans and 
including mine. I'm tremendously grateful for that and reinstating accounts and people can generally feel more at ease speaking more freely. I think these are tremendously, tremendously helpful, helpful things and huge, huge pros. But I got to say, I got to acknowledge a few red flags that I've seen from Elon and I, I I suspect he's being poorly advised. And that is, I, I think this banning of a late tree, I, I do think it's an overreach. A lot of artists, a lot of uh, independent entrepreneurs, et cetera, uh, employ the use of, of link tree for it's a variety of workers, things. Right? Well, yeah. Yeah don't, don't, yeah. don't be wrong. There's it, it, That's it who is who mostly uses it. That's like fucking 95% of them. I don't know. I don't know about that. I, 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 I disagree with that. On that. But now we know Tim. Now we know Tim's real profession. Like every time you see someone but, who has a link tree in their profile, you can you know you can make like a like a ninety five five <laughs> guess that if this is this person's got an OnlyFans. I don't know. Like I clicked on a lot of links. Or fan of, a lot of these website or like a I don't know. I clicked website. on a lot of those, Ian, and I've I've yet to click on one that was a sex worker. But even if it is a sex worker, so what? Like. You know, they can be sex workers. What's wrong with that? I mean, it's that's people's a lot of that's freedom of whatever. <laughs> it's people's freedom of, of choice, right? Like, like you can't, well, you don't want to support that. That's fine. That's your choice, right? Well, uh, I, have a, I would say Linktree uh, is definitely not a sex worker's. I don't know how that's even. You got entire industries of content creators across different spaces that use Linktree. Like that's a really naive. Every comment. every Twitch streamer I that's, know. That's like a very naive comment to say Linktree is a sex workers thing, man. Very naive. Now, who, who who said that? Was it was it Ian that said that? Or yeah, it was Ian. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got Ian. Yeah, like uh, maybe maybe some of them are because I know like a lot of people in the business world. Like my company uses it, and and I know a lot of other companies that do. I, I would I would lean more to. Um, it's just that people can bypass the rule. But by the way, look at the tweet I just made, Ian, um, and the audience. Does that change? Anyone that disagrees, actually, but, Brian and Mysterious Cat Catherine, check the tweet. But, Does that look at what Paul Graham tweeted two days ago? Let, Do you think me, that justifies? Let me give you an example of what Linktree is. It's basically like the Drudge Report, only for social connectivity across cross platforms. That's what it is. It's not about sex workers. It's it's cross promotion, curation using a Drudge Report type technology. That's what... But there's so if, many. If you go on Instagram, so you're only allowed one link ever. You don't get any more. So on Instagram, pretty much everybody has something like uh, Linktree or an equivalent uh, as their only place to do Tim, links. So does, everything does... is linked from there. So it's like most young people, influencers. You know, I think Twitter's demographic is maybe a little bit older. Um, he's totally missing a whole demographic and understanding of what influencers are using. Yeah, so, I, see that, that that's the thing. Go ahead, Catherine. I, it's not Kat, it's Tara. I just wanted, there are now, you know, almost four times the amount of people that were in the space when Ian read the new rules earlier. Elon just replied. Elon just replied. Oh, okay. What did he say? He replied to the thing I have uh, pinned in, at the top there from Jason DeBolt. He said exactly. Oh, he must be in here getting his his things to reply to. I'm just playing, but I just wanted to quickly remind people to to share the space. Number one, also, uh, and number two, I didn't know Mario if we could sort of reset the room and maybe Ian, you know, read those rules one more time for the you know, almost seven thousand. Okay, go oh, for it. Good lord, now I have to find them again. Uh... <laughs> and there's can a lot of them. them. Can you find them? Well, well, while we are finding them, I will say just to answer Mario's question, like. I feel that uh, when when 
when Elon first took over, I had a lot of hope because what I wanted was a platform that would address some of these issues that we have. And I think that this does not. And, and in terms of like the doxing connection and, um, I mean, I, I, I don't have an issue with the doxing rules. I think doxing is a terrible thing and I think there should be rules for doxing. Um, but I think that it's, it's the problem is the clarity. The problem is the transparency. The pro, you know, so you can't just like arbitrarily really introduce these rules, not communicate them. You know, even with Taylor Lorenz, who was suspended, who I really, I think people kind of know that people who know me know that I, you know, don't particularly like this person uh, for some of the reporting that was done. Um, But, you know, the, the way that that was even handled, just the, the communication around that, like, I don't, we don't even know why she was suspended and then she was unsuspended. And then apparently she posted a, a screenshot of a notice saying that she's permanently banned and then she actually isn't banned. So just the chaos around that is not great and it doesn't build trust in the platform. So I think, I think it doesn't mean that he's failing, but I hope he goes forward. He, he's able to address some of these things. Yeah, I'm going to invite Jason to the space who was just responding to by by Elon. I'm going to invite him into the space, Mario. If you see him in here, hopefully he'll come. So, so guys, I just want to. I just want to. You wanted to respond to Catherine. Uh, I'm sorry. Can I ask a quick process question? David, your mic is really. David, your mic is really, really, really bad. Like we can barely hear you. So I'll give you the mic right after, just after you fix your mic, if you don't mind. Uh, but yeah, Ian, while David's fixing his mic, did you want to ask a reply to Catherine? Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what? No, I was saying David wanted to reply. Oh. I think Josh Josh oh, also had something to say. Yeah, so yeah. While David's working on his mic, Ian, I just wanted to, to you know, raise the point of like, well, where does this end? And, and, and are we looking far enough into the future? Like what happens when Twitch... Uh, when, when Twitch TV and live stream content starts to become more core to the content, are we going to ban linking, you know, referencing offsite to your Twitch content, your video on demand content, your replays? Um, Linktree is, is really just utilized as a landing page. So what if I, you know, what if I recreate it on like my own josholan.com domain, right? My own little like page that has, can, for convenience purposes, the sort of the, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the appendix, the 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 uh, of all of my you know rest the rest of my identity, social identities online is is how, how far is this willing to go, and is this really the fight that Elon is, is worth fighting? I don't understand even the. Premise. That is a good point, actually. That's actually a good point. Like, if people could make workarounds, right? Because he only banned like aggregators like Linktree and stuff. But how far does this go? Let's say I would have made SteelGrey.com, right, and turn that into my link tree is that banned i mean it's but not he really said clear. but ian, ian you 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 mentioned elon's reply um but i think we're not giving it enough importance what if elon just means when he says exactly to the advertising aspect maybe you can promote your links to other accounts or other pages we just have to pay for that could that be yeah. a that well, could be it i don't you guys think it would be reasonable to allow people to uh, keep their link trees and things like that. If at least you're a you're a you're a Twitter Blue subscriber, I think that'd be a very fair compromise. I think let's that go, would let's go to work. Honey Badger who has their hand up and is waiting patiently. Let's go to Thank her. Thank you, Thank you so much, Tara. And this is a great space. And so, just from thirty thousand feet, I'm going to make this very quick. 
from 30,000 feet, I don't think anybody in the room would disagree that Twitter is a whole new world since Elon took over. He has done tremendous things for many people. Um, we're getting into the minutia, I believe, um, in terms of what is doxing, what is fair, et cetera, et cetera. And we have to remember, this is still in its infancy. And I mean, you know, he's running a social platform with, uh, you know, with uh, he's the most influential person in the world right now. Let's be very honest. But I, I appreciate the questions in terms of the decisions that he has made that have appeared to be emotional. So in other words, I, I would I would go all the way back to Alex Jones and his, you know, and his comments about why he banned him at first. And then, you know, going to doxing, he was he was talking about his children, etc. Now, I'm not fault. I, I will not fault him for these things, but it's it's a it's kind of a slippery slope when you personalize it. But at the same time, you know the conversation. I'm going to go back to doxing. The conversation about doxing, um, what utility does it serve, and why should it be okay? It's like regardless of the the law. I, I understand, but but you know, in terms of if you were in the shoes of a person who is trying to run a social platform that is worldwide, why would you want to allow people to do that. In other words, what is the positive utility for that? And I'm asking that sincerely. Thank you so much for letting me speak, Coast. I think it's a constitutional question over, you know, freedom versus security. I mean, doxing is something that, uh, it, you know, if, if it's a crime, right, then it should be a criminal problem. But for him to arbitrarily yeah, just ban people like uh, Taylor Lorenz, because he... He banned her for previous stuff to make an example, but it's again freedom versus security or Elon Jed. It's like people track airplanes all the time. I mean, it's uh, I don't know. It's a question I pose to you guys. I don't know the answer, but it's a it's a it's a common problem: security versus freedom. I'm looking at uh, his likes, and it sort of gives us a, a better understanding of it. So something that me must that's his mom tweeted she said this is uh, this makes absolute sense when i uh, give a talk for a corporation i don't promote other corporations if i did i'd be fired on the spot and never booked again is that hard to understand uh, that's when you go when you go to mcdonald's do you bring like your uh burger king in and just sit no, down in mcdonald's and eat your eat your burger king and then leave your leave your trash and, and leave you your uh, but they're private that's why you wouldn't get kicked out would you yeah but he he, uh, he says that twitter is a free speech platform that's the problem it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too either it is a free speech platform or it's 100 percent a corporation trying to make money that doesn't care about free speech so you have to what's the balance i guess is the overarching question yeah, so Raider, I've got a question for you, Raider. Would you say this is related to free speech or, or 100%. just business? 100%. Because like tweeting, tweeting an Instagram link, and I, uh, if you look at the one of the tweets I did, um, who just came up on stage? Um, so if you look at one of the tweets I did, uh, Paul Graham. So it, it's not really. It's, he's just tweeting another account of his. It's not. It's not tweeting a certain opinion. For example, I would say he's. It, it goes back to what's acceptable, like. Do, like if if you just say that as a private co company, you know he's a non-traded uh, company, he he can do whatever he wants, right? So do we care about free speech and and being able to post a link to one of your accounts on another platform? You're just you're 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 making a statement, and if it's purely a company, and if Twitter is just a company, and we just want to treat it as a private company, then you can't give argument that it's a free speech platform because it's just acting as a business entity. It's not the public forum. 
that's the question. That's what people are wondering, whether it be doxing or, or promoting yourself as a content creator. Like these are philosophical questions and I don't know the answer, but they're very so I, I, ha- I have, because I just had a message now from someone who is really active on Twitter, analyzes it. I don't think he wants to reveal his identity. And he messages me, this is in no way related to free speech and it's just purely a business move. If you ban somebody, if you exactly. ban somebody, Mario, for publishing links to your own accounts that you own as an individual and you get banned from a platform, how is that not in and of itself a free speech concept. I don't understand how you cannot. So, so let's say, so with link, it's a very good point with link tree. Um, you can use it and you can add many links, but if you want to put your website there, you can, you can, you still put all these private things that you, do you mean like with link tree linking to your website? Or do you mean like your what own Instagram is, account? You, right. As a, as a, again, he's a private company. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. So we, no, we understand. I think so, we, we, yeah, we all however, understand this. However, I think it's, it would, if you're banning okay. people, let's say whether you're a journalist or a business or an individual that does content, if you're banning people because you link to your own platform, like your own content, like it becomes a free speech thing, in my opinion. Now, does that mean he doesn't have the right to do it? Yes, because it's a private no, business. We, but if you uh, ban somebody for linking to their own content, how is that not a free speech conversation? Yeah. So, so here's, here's a scenario. Can, can I just give a scenario another like if this happens? So now let's say a a company advertises with Elon Musk and that company was posting stuff that he believed was bad for business. Could he ban them since it's his business? And then let's just go back to what what Jack Dorsey did and he banned certain conservatives. Like where do you draw the line? I mean, eventually you had to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, what, what's the separation the between a business decision and free speech? For example, here's the best example. Yes. Dan Bolgino. You guys, wait, time out. Time out. We, we, hold on, you guys. Time out really quick. We got uh, Jason in here, and yeah, I really want to hear from him. I'm not sure how much time he has, but he's the one who has the pinned tweet above that says, you're free to speak, but you got to pay to advertise. Sounds reasonable to me. Elon just responded to it moments ago saying exactly. I just wanted to get your take on all of this, Jason. Yeah, can you guys hear me okay? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, fantastic. I, mean, I, I haven't really looked into it, um, you know, all that. I haven't looked at the policy that much, but uh, I think it sounds totally reasonable. I mean, I just, uh, I think the advertising is just, it's reach. It's not speech, right? So, you know, you're, you're free to speak, but if you want to reach a larger audience, uh, you know, on on a on Twitter, I think you just it's something you should pay for. It just seems very obvious to me. So um, I wouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. So so two, I've got two questions here. One before you spoke, Jason, I had a question, and one after what you just mentioned. So the first question I have, and that goes to Raider, and then my second question is to Justin. Raider, um, do you know that other platforms they do the algorithm reduces your reach significantly if you include a link to, let's say, it's an Instagram post and you include a link to YouTube. Your reach, you know, goes down. It's a business decision. Would you consider that um, against free speech? I think where my my argument were examples. Um, one would be Dan Bongino, and the other one would be Right Side Broadcasting. Both of those accounts are businesses. They're 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 public people, but they they are they're essentially were businesses, right? Covering election type stuff. They were both taken down by Twitter in the old days, right? Like before the Elon days. Now we live in a world where Elon runs the show. I am 100% for 
being able to pay for the services that Twitter, you know, provides. That's that's 100 percent amazing. Right. But the problem you run into with free speech violations is where you're able to pick and choose and take people down without giving them the option. That's the problem. Like if Elon can pick and choose and and deplatform people, whether it be elections, whether it be um, human rights people, like pick your your industry where you're trying to get your message out, and he can pick and choose who he who he knocks off the the, the platform. That's the problem, and and I don't know the answer because it's complicated, but I think he has to just think through. Like you, you shouldn't deplatform people because they put up link tree. What if they're a business? What if they're an individual? What if they're a human right? There, there are, there, know, like- there are other options. There are other options to Linktree. Like as a business, we can easily find another option. Maybe Linktree is more retail and then retail could be using it to link to, to Instagram. It's a valid point, but I will go to, I'm just going to ask the second question to Jason. Jason, first your tweet. I don't know. How, how did you think about advertising? Cause that's a really smart tweet. Like, I mean, do you mean do you mean people will have to pay to be able to advertise their private links like their private Instagram? Is that what you meant, or I misunderstood it? Yeah, I mean, I think advertising is a broader category than we tra- traditionally think about it. I think advertising is you know it could just be self promotion, right? You're promoting some hustle on on Instagram or OnlyFans or something like that. I, I think that's you know if you're just really if you're not providing any content on Twitter other than just posting links to like external sources. Like I, I feel like that's, that's really not, you know, freedom of speech. I think it's more of just using the platform to, to, you know, to extend your reach. I, I just don't think that that's like, you know, adding any value to. to Is Twitter anyone really going to follow you or engage with you though? If you're only posting links or ads though, I don't think you're going to have much. It's spammy. Those accounts are spammy, right? They, they yeah, take a couple spammy, other yeah. names and they, they do spam into people's replies. Like, I get that a lot where people will link to their fucking link tree in my replies. It's like, bruh, what are you doing? Yeah, you but know? how well, do you, it, how those do you should be removed. The free, <laughs> spam. the free speech issue you run into, guys, you're not thinking through is like, what about non, there's got to be caveats. What about nonprofits? What about human rights groups? What about like, there's a lot of things going on in the world where Twitter has been the public forum. If you, but then they link directly to those sites, though. I mean, you're allowed to. Can I can I ask a question? When you go, okay, when you go to say uh, the mall or you know a a big store that brings a lot of traffic, like Twitter brings a lot of traffic, are you allowed to go and promote other businesses or hand out flyers or put flyers on windshields? Is that something that they allow people to do to solicit other services? Can anyone no, hear? So, so, that? so mall, malls aren't town halls, though. Town squares. It I'm saying it's a place where they're driving actually, traffic. It's so, a privately so owned place like Twitter. It's a privately owned place like Twitter's privately so owned. The so you the can't. point is you're not allowed to go solicit. No, so, I think, no, so I think this is the argument that, that's being made. So so if Twitter is a town hall, then it's not a mall. So does that mean... Can I just give everybody a go ahead. So in the 1940s, I think it was 1945, the Supreme Court actually ruled a shopping mall is a town square and you can't ban people from exercising free speech. But then in 1976, I believe, it, that was overturned and it was reestablished again in the 1980s. So now a, a shopping mall is not considered a town square. And can you so, define so what wait, you mean? What, so what wait, does it... when, do you, Mario, hold on. So do you go to the town hall 
and you say, okay, everyone go over to this other town hall. We're all going to go talk about what we're not allowed to talk. We're all going to go talk about what we're not allowed to talk about at this town hall, like doxing people's real time location over at this town hall. So follow me over there. No, no, this is not the same thing. We're creating content. Go ahead. So so the, the term's actually town square and it's actually, you know, that's what they use for free speech. So a town square is a government run area, like in the middle of a town. And according to the constitution, the first amendment, the government can't stop your speech in this town square, but a private entity, like a shop, there are still city can. ordinances in that town square <laughs> and yeah, government city, no, control not so, city ordinances that say you can't exercise free so speech. I, the government can't, can't make laws that yeah, take away your free yeah, speech. So, right on, on, on this issue, but it sidesteps the, the point is that Twitter is a private owned platform. Yeah, so I think that other exactly, platforms yeah, I was gonna, exactly. people for linking. Like, uh, try linking but, but, to but YouTube that also from goes Facebook, you will get zero views. Jack Dorsey's Twitter. That was also yeah. a privately run company, and everybody's saying Jack Dorsey, Jack Dorsey wasn't yeah, allowed yeah. free Elon speech, and Elon Musk came along and said, I'm going to allow it. There's a new king so, in charge. Yep. So, Raider, I'll let you comment, and then I'll just want to conclude that particular point, the town square point. Uh, go ahead, so Raider. To, to comment, to kind of piggyback, so here's the thing, right? Like, uh, I'm a huge Elon fan. I'm a huge fan of everything going on. It's great, right? But here's the, the, the real conversation. Either Twitter becomes a public forum for people to have civil discourse, and, it, and it's open to all different views, right? One. Or it's a private business that restricts the speech of people based on the private company's opinions, policies, and the way they want the company to be run. And if that's what Elon wants to do, he 100% can. But the question from the community is, if you say it's a free speech absolutist environment, but yet it is not operating as one, then just say it's not and say it's a private company and we'll do whatever we want. And we don't care about free speech. You can't have your cake and eat it too. That And, and I'm a huge Elon fan, but just be open with what it actually is. And that's my whole point. So would we? So would it be fair mm-hmm. to conclude um, that Twitter is not a town square, and that's not a bad thing? I, I think it's yeah, a fair. I would say it's not. No. I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think that's a fair conclusion at all. I think that you have <laughs> no, to look at, at how it's, it's being square. used, and it's uh, it affects way too much of the public discourse. Is, and so, it can so let's go. The, let's the go. Outcomes all the... of elections. So I think you have to see it as a town square and. Uh, there's actually a lot of uh, a lot of academic work on this that um, has put forward that it really should be considered a a civic public utility of some kind. Uh, okay, so, so let's let, let me let me get some degree of impact on. The let me get opinion. okay. I want to get I want to get more clarity on this, and I want to go to Jason, Tara, Ian uh, uh, as well, and Wall Street Silver Wall on this Street particular Silver point. Had a stand up. Yeah, he yeah, wanted yeah. To I, I saw. I saw, and, and I just want to keep it focused on this point, particular point. So. Ed, you were mentioning, and Ian, you, you kind of said this is not exactly true, and I think it's important. So, Ed, you were saying that if it is town square legally, anything's allowed. It's a, it's a government-run uh, area, or yeah, I mean, whatever you want to call. Anything like child pornography wouldn't. Yeah, be so anything that's not illegal, but fr- 100% free speech. Uh, not 100%, but anything that's not illegal. Um, so, yeah, think and, you, you're, and for the record, I don't think it's a town square, but if you okay. are saying it is. So, that's- so, Ian, I want to go to Ian. Well, Ian, did you Mario, say is that... it is illegal to go solicit businesses and other domains, and that's exactly the point yeah, that I was bringing what... up. You're no, not allowed not, not to go to your local mall. 
You're not allowed no, to go to your local mall and solicit mall, using their yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah, I know, Tara. I agree with your point, and this is a thing that I'm, I'm trying to get to, to to trying to get everyone's opinion on. There are so city if ordinances it, against I, solicitation too, Mario. Otherwise, you would have a ton of flyers on your car every time you went downtown. So, so can anyone offer clarity? Because I know Ian, you said that what Ed said is not correct. So, are you, can anyone give me clarity? In a town square, are you allowed to go there and solicit businesses? Ed, you said yes. Tara, you said no. Ian, do you have if, any clarity? If you're, if you're standing in a town. square, Square exercise your free speech, yes. As far as putting flyers up, I think that's just laws against posting flyers on public property. That's what links on Twitter essentially are, is well, flyers. That's what Tara said. Yeah, I mean, she said it better than I did, uh, in that it's soliciting business from Twitter and not actually adding anything to the public discourse. You're essentially using it as a way to advertise your business or someone else's business to spam it and and that's what's prohibited. I, I don't think this is a serious well, issue. And I'd like so, to go so, to Wall Street. Can, can I just give an example? He's had his hand up for a while, so, so uh, let, let him go first. Um, so if you read carefully the wording of of this, you know, notice that's going around, it's it's what's being banned is the free marketing. So, you know, Elon's all about monetizing Twitter. He's got to make money. So it would not surprise me if he comes out with his own version of link tree or something like that where you can purchase you know we're we're paying eight dollars a month right now for twitter blue i'm not i would not be at all surprised if there's a higher tier after that that comes you know maybe 15 or 20 dollars a month that opens up other features like the twitter version of link tree where you can add five or ten links to other platforms it's all about it being free if you're willing to pay twitter i suspect he's going to allow you to use your account to do these things. So I don't think it's necessarily that he's opposed to these things. It's just, all right, well, if this is how you're going to use your account, you're going to pay to do it that way. You're not just going to have, like, look at my account. I got 500,000 followers. So I can, I can do a lot of free advertising for myself without having to pay Twitter anything. All Elon's trying to do is trying to figure out how to monetize this. And I, I would not be at all surprised if we see a, a Twitter, you know, Twitter, he wants to make the X app. It would not surprise me at all if he comes out with his own Twitter version of Linktree or something like that. That's just what I, that's where I think this is going. Well, I certainly hope that's going to be the case. But the thing is, I, I think if that is his intention, he needs to state that uh, while he's in the process of telling people they're going to get suspended for having a Linktree. Again, I just, I, I understand. I think, Stephen, it's scams. Think about how many links on Twitter lead you to scams. Does anyone here use Craigslist or have you ever heard of or used Craigslist? You're never, you've never, ever been allowed to post links on Craigslist because they don't have the manpower to control where those links are taking people, what it could end up putting on whatever they click on it on. I mean, there are so many spammy, scammy things going on on Twitter that this will completely eliminate people from even being able to do that and do these mass link replies well, like Ian was referencing. But they're not prohibiting links to other websites. They're only prohibiting links to specific social media platforms. So that's not actually accurate. And and these platforms aren't necessarily like uh, presenting a threat in that way. Um, so, yeah. I, I would agree that the biggest threat on here, you, everyone's seen all those Binance you know, spam bots in the replies, right? I mean, all, you know, these, you know, CZ pictures of some stupid video contest for Binance, they're all over the place. You know, I wish we'd be banning things like 
you know, filtering for crap like that rather than other, you know, safe social media accounts. You should be able to share it on your wall with the people that you've curated and built relationships with over the years versus like if you're spamming and like responding to random threads and then you're sharing your, you know, your exterior links, that's maybe a little bit different. And I could see a case made for that. But if you're posting on your own space, right, you're not, it's so, so you, Tara, you were mentioning, for example, uh, stuffing, you know, posters or something like that, right? Or uh, into people's mailboxes or something like that, right? Or, or windshields of cars. This would be sort of the yeah, equivalent of downtown. something. Right. So if you post, if, if I were to respond to something like a thread or your, your post and with my links, that would be that. But if I post it on my own wall, I don't think that's the same thing. Yeah, I but just, Catherine, uh, Catherine, I just quickly, I, I yeah. want to update just a quick point. Sorry, and I'll give you the mic right after Honey Badger. Okay. Uh, just one thing, uh, Ashley Baker, who's the director of policy at CMTE for Justice and works in the antitrust department of Allied. And, and she deals with antitrust uh, matters, and she messaged me the following. It can be a competitive policy slash antitrust issue. So I've invited Ashley up to kind of elaborate on this point. Sorry to interrupt you, uh, uh, Honey Badger. Thank you, Mario. And so again, my earlier question wasn't answered, which is which is fine. But I think it's still it's, it's a very pertinent question. And I'm going to go all the way back again. I, you know, Elon has done tremendous things for this platform, but we have questions, right? So the the question of doxing, you know, again, does it serve a utility? Does it serve a purpose? You know, whether or not it's legal, is it necessary? So. You know, that's kind of empathy for him in terms of, you know, um, him banning people for doxing him. But at the same time, this is my question when we talk about the public square or the town, the town square, you know, and whether you're whether you're able to, like, post signs all over town. Where do people in the public square get their information? They get it from newspapers now, especially in digital newspapers, digital newspapers you know, uh, share links constantly. What, so if this is, if this is a, a, you know, um, like a free speech platform, et cetera, what's the difference? Why would we be, why would he be stopping other links for other people, like sharing other information if this is kind of like opening up the newspaper? Does that make that's sense? Not, uh, that's not entirely accurate. Some newspapers have a policy against linking to other websites that are not affiliates. You okay. could also compare you this. Also, you also have to pay. But, you also have to pay for uh, at that advertising in a newspaper. Go. But 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 aren't we doing it as you know? And also keep like, in mind there are there are a bunch of laws coming in right now in Canada and in Australia where newspapers are suing companies like Facebook, in particular Facebook and Google, uh, because they want a larger cut of the revenues, this might be a way to cut them off at the, at the, uh, you know, at, at the pass, right, before that happens, because these laws are coming into place and uh, media companies in particular, big media companies, you know, we're talking Fox, we're talking CNN and so on, and New York Times, they want a larger cut of whatever revenues Facebook gets. So any link that even goes to these websites, right, to, to CNN.com or to Fox News or to uh, the Daily Mail, they want a cut of it. They want uh, a larger share of the revenue because they think that social media companies are making too much money of their content. 
And so, so when, so when, but when CNN, but when C, but when CNN, like, um, you know, tweets a, like a, you know, like a snippet of like, let's say, you know, Tucker, um, on their own, you know, on their own page here, like, is like, is there a problem with that? No, that's fair use. No, that's yeah, okay. fair use. but 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 you kind of get where I'm. You kind of get what I'm saying. Like it, they're they're you know they're, they're putting out other um, links to other places that are not theirs, but they're doing it for attention. Hey, hey, all. This is uh, this is Bill Ottman with Minds. Just wanted to quickly jump in on the public square argument. So you know, think of it: Zuccotti, Occupy Wall Street. People hold signs in a public square. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be like stapling a advertisement to a wall. Um, so that I think that's one consideration to take in, into account. Additionally, if you look at the list of networks that have been included, you have traditional platforms like Instagram, but then you also have open protocols, which are very different from centralized platforms. So Noster was one of the protocols that was included, which has been gaining some traction recently, and Minds is actually integrated with Noster. It's a decentralized relay network that uses, basically you sign content with cryptographic keys so that you can, there's no lock-in. You can, you can, you can port your content between apps. And Mastodon is similar. I know that people think that Mastodon is political from, you know, kind of the top down, but there are instances of Mastodon which can be run by anybody. So the fact that those are being clumped together, like literally there's no end to this. You could, like, are people allowed to talk about these platforms without links? I mean, there could be infinite numbers of links that are clients of the Noster protocol. So it's just sort of an endless battle. And, you know, yeah, the legal right to do it Twitter probably has the, the right to do this. The question is, is it a winning battle and is it useful? Something else, um, you know, I, Instagram doesn't allow links to other platforms. I mean, I, I think you can put one hyperlink to your website or something, but Instagram doesn't allow these unlimited links. Either. It allows link tree. It allows link tree. That is true. true. That is true. But it doesn't um, allow direct linking. Yeah, from any video or from even a text, right? Yeah. The way yeah, we I mean, work Instagram around is a- news is that we uh, we'll say click on the latest link in our link tree thing at the top, and and that's how we get to the latest news because there's yeah, but but no but, but Instagram is also. A bit, I mean, I, the point I'm trying to make is up till now, Twitter's been a free for all for links. Uh, just anything goes in your profile and your tweets. Anything goes. Whereas Instagram a is a much more a much more walled off um, universe of of a platform, and maybe you know Elon's just sort of, you know, we're still going to be allowed to do some of that, but he's just narrowing the boundaries. Links are are links have already been limited in the Twitter algorithm, and I think uh, we were going back and forth the other day um, about that. I mean, we don't because we haven't seen the algorithm yet, even though it was said that the algorithm was going to be open source, you know, that, that hasn't occurred. And it, it does seem that when you, you know, traditionally, even like before Elon bought the platform, it seems that if you post a link, it's getting significantly less reach than I, I wanna, other posts. So, so guys, I just want to, and I know that uh, Ian, you brought up uh, basic Schwab, so I'll give him the mic right after I speak, but I have a question um, or something to bring to people's attention. I was going through the replies 
And someone tweeted a tweet by Elon sixth uh, of May or fifth of June. I don't know how, which uh, how how they structured it, but it, the, it says the following: the asset test for any two competing socio-economic systems is which side needs to build a wall to keep people from escaping. That's the bad one. Um, so it's good to bring it to people's attention on whether whether the strategy itself. I'm not against the strategy. I think it's just a business decision. I think it's less related to free speech. I think the doxing matter is even more sensitive than this one in my opinion but is it the right business decision and that's a, an interesting tweet by Elon I'll just send you the screenshot now Ian um, but I'll go to, to basic Schwab uh, would love to get your thoughts on this you've been waiting for a while man thanks um, so one one problem I see is that uh, as people try to interpret these these policies they have their own justifications for why the policy would be good and as time goes on and discussions happen they change what their reasoning is for the rule um in this conversation um first it was about advertising but then it became about spam so if you if you're going to fight a spam problem you fight it with spam rules if you're going to have an advertising problem is the is the issue that this is a rule based off of the logic of advertising in which case the exceptions to the list of of providers becomes an important thing to focus on so i don't recall seeing twitch in there, why is YouTube allowed to be linked? So why can I promote myself on YouTube and direct everybody to my YouTube profile? Why could I apparently do it to Gab? I don't know if Gab is included in one of the protocol limitations, but I could link to Gab. The exceptions start to distort what the, the supposed justification is for this. Now, if Twitter is going to begin to you know, close people off from uh, linking to their profiles on platforms that are offering similar services. That would be a possible logical route to go. However, Instagram is used by a lot of people who are artists, and there are people who are craftsmen who will take commissions and they will they will post on Twitter the progress updates. They will show people the the continuous process of them making something. But then Instagram is used as their portfolio to show off their work, to show off the completed the completed items. There's a lot of cosplay um, people who use Twitter all the time as you know for Twitter purposes, but then use Instagram as a portfolio. Banning Instagram is not banning a similar competitor because Twitter doesn't have a portfolio type um, image section. So the the exceptions to the rules and the fact that there are features that are that Twitter lacks make this this particular rule set very confusing and very uh, difficult for the average user to wrap their heads around. Uh, Tim. Yeah, I think this just comes down to, does this really make any sense, like, as a policy? Because, uh, I mean, I think the Internet is is meant to be a place where you can link to things. I think that's what makes the Internet great. I think if you're into decentralization, you probably uh, would be against this policy. I would want... My, my question, from a business perspective, Tim... Decentralized let, protocols let's, let's go decentralized back and, uh, platforms. Tim... Let's go yep. back and forth, me and you. Let's go back and forth on this point. When you said, "Is it does it make sense?" Um, so, don't you think Facebook became the Facebook it is now and became a juggernaut by being competitive this way and cracking down on the reach of different accounts, cracking down on competitors, um, you know, acquiring competitors, avoiding? I don't think I think you, your reach will drop if you link to other other social platforms as well on Facebook. Like maybe I'm not talking ethically, just business wise. Don't you think that decision would make sense when you make a similar decision if you were Elon? 
Uh, I, I think it has the danger of making the platform feel, feel less free and more stagnant. And I think people really value freedom. They, they like to be able to express themselves and they use social media to engage in in creative and economic freedom that they wouldn't be able wouldn't to it, otherwise. Wouldn't and, it limit uh, wouldn't it limit that opportunities. Like, like building reputation or, or spreading information on Twitter is generally also meant with the dual purpose of building that person's reputation and building opportunities in other ways. So I think really thinking very cleanly about how to do this well is something that I would ask Elon to think about because like I'm thinking, okay, so if I can't use beacons.ai as my website anymore because it's a link aggregator that has multiple things on it, what can I do then? Can I say, hey, Google me, Google my name, and then you can find my site on there and then then I have to pay Google and do some SEO stuff to get my website listed right I've, up there um, when people yeah, search so my I, name? Like, I've do, invite, does that make I, sense? I, then then yeah. Elon's making me pay pay yeah, for but, SEO. So Tim, like, uh, question, doesn't make yeah, sense. But question, question. So so before we go to other speakers, also Sam, I saw Sam's comment. I'm going to read it out. Hey, bro, not sure if this has been covered already, but this is a direct breach of EU law. I'm just reading the message. And the fines could bankrupt Twitter considering their current finances. So I've invited you up, Sam, to give us more clarity on this point. Um, but back to what you said, Tim. Twitter needs to find other ways to monetize. Uh, isn't that just doesn't that op- like if 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 he, he there might be some overlap business decisions that may overlap in some people's perspective over I mean, free speech EU, you know i mean if that, if that is really an eu policy it's really fucking rich for them to say something like that given that they limit any sort of reach to sites well, like well, Telegram, well, well i'll bring up i'll bring up i'll bring up dot com you know like <laughs> how dare in. you link to a russian news website right? <laughs> he's, he's got a lot of opportunities to monetize so it doesn't have to be this voice of a certain like he's got a really I just think the policies weren't really thought through on this one. By the way, just I just want to say this is what I love about Mario is so far, just since I've been in the space, he's argued for and against this policy, uh, and he plays yeah, sort offense. of like this middle ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I love it. I love witnessing it. It makes me grin ear to ear because he doesn't take one stance or the other. He takes the opposition of whichever stance you're on, which is good. It's mm. good for the for the talking points. It's good to kind of hammer out questions and and solutions to all of this. And I do think that Elon listens to a lot of these conversations and takes in a lot of what we are suggesting and, you know, sort of things that come out of these spaces. So I just want to commend you, Mario, on not taking one stance or the other and just sort of playing devil's advocate a lot. Before going to Ashley, Ashley, I brought you up because I know the point you want to make. And I think you and Sam would be great now to make both your points. Um, I'll go to Sam's point first, if you don't mind, Ashley, just because he did DM me and he has limited time. And then we'll go Ashley right after. Ian, I want to, the reason also I want to go to Sam is I'm going to trigger you, Ian. I like to trigger you sometimes. Sam, can you yeah. tell us about that EU law? Because Ian's not, uh, Ian's not going to like it. Sure. Can you tell us more about it? <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people like EU law, including Elon himself, because obviously there's been a lot of issues with uh, autopilot in the EU. But let me just read it out. Uh, you cannot prevent consumers from linking up to businesses outside their platforms as a gatekeeper, which is the person who runs the platform. The consequences of non-compliance are fines of up to 10% of your worldwide annual turnover. So pretty heavy um, from the EU. 
And can you read that? Sorry, can you read that first? You can, you have they have to allow um, the 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 like Twitter has to allow linking to competitors of Twitter. Is that what yeah, you're saying? The, the specific wording. Examples of the don'ts. Gatekeeper platforms may no longer um, prevent consumers. So, uh, sorry, yeah, prevent consumers from linking up to businesses outside their platforms. Now that sounds pretty clear to me. So you cannot say that you can't link from your platform to another business. Um, I mean, this does, look, everyone, people who know me know I'm a big supporter of, of Tesla and Elon Musk. I've been a long-term sort of Tesla advocate, etc. So, you know, I don't like to see this stuff. There's been a few things uh, regarding the, the Twitter takeover that I've, I've sort of found quite distasteful. Overall, I think Twitter will improve greatly as a platform, but these, these unilateral um, knee-jerk decisions are very very damaging, and this is a knee-jerk decision, uh, obviously, because. No, I don't. Um, uh, I don't so Sam, do you? Do, but do you think he's being? Do you think he's being strategic about it? Because he knows he's already talking to EU regulators. There was an EU regulator in the audience. I tried to bring him up, and I want to bring an EU regulator into the onto the panel one day. Um, but I have a question for you. Silver, he has, I think he raised his hand to respond to Sam. So I'd like to. Go oh on. yeah, go ahead, bro. Go ahead. By the way, I've got just news. Um, uh, I think Stella Assange is joining us. I just got a message, so that's good news. But yeah, go ahead, uh, Wall Street Silver. Hey, so Sam, it, um, this is all about advertising, I think, for Elon. And Elon does have a history of putting out ideas. They don't work, and he backs off. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if this changes. This We, we haven't seen the final version of this. But let me ask this. Under the EU rules, are, I'm like, if he were to make this a paid feature of Twitter, where if you sign up for Twitter Blue... You can have link. You're essentially advertising by having links to other platforms. So if he require if he were to require people sign up for Twitter Blue in order to have links to other platforms, would that meet EU law, or is that also out, out, of, honest, out of the I boundaries? Mean, the, the, it's 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 a specific sentence in the example that they give. But you know, one of the one of the things we have to remember is Elon Elon is running multiple companies. Um, and EU law is ridiculously in depth, um, and so I would imagine, to be honest, that they weren't aware of this. I do think this is a knee-jerk reaction. I don't well, think this is a, about there business. is a clause. I think actually. this is about. I think this is about Elon Jet specifically. This has really got to him. His family's been affected. I think we've got to sort of take away and remember this is an emotional thing. His his little baby son was in a car, you know, with a stalker. This has become very emotional for Elon this week, very specifically. This is because people were sharing Elon Jet links um, to those particular social media sites using Twitter. This is a personal thing for Elon. Um, I think this is a knee-jerk reaction, and I do think it will be reversed. As, as you just said, look, so, over the years, well, Elon, the Elon takes quick reactions. He's reversed on many, many things over the years as a businessman. I think that shows strength, to be honest. But sometimes, you know, he, he'll act emotionally. I think in this circumstance, this is not about business um you know social social media platforms build you know it can be beneficial if they're all sharing can you imagine if facebook blocked links to twitter there would be complete uproar it'd be deemed censorship. that's what i was wondering sam is has there been yeah. any talk because i know that app stores had talked about blocking you know not having twitter and then sort of backed out you know went back on that but has there been talk of other platforms not 
linking to Twitter or not I'm, allowing I'm linking sure, to no. Twitter? I, I think, okay. and, and I don't think those other platforms will respond in kind. I, I do think this is a an emotional decision based on, on Elon's personal circumstances. I don't think it's about business because it would be bad for business because Twitter are still the smaller platform. So if you imagine if you couldn't share Twitter links on Facebook, I expect half the world wouldn't even know about Twitter right now. So Twitter are still the smaller platform. So this would be a really bad business decision for Twitter to make if it if it was then adopted by the, the larger platforms like Instagram and Facebook. So I believe this is knee-jerk reaction. I believe it's a yeah. emotional decision. Can I just interrupt briefly? Yeah, yeah Ian, and then Ian, afterwards, if you can go to Ashley right after a tiny you respond. Bit, yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. So there's a tiny bit here. Uh, what is not in violation of this policy, right? And this is how I think they can skirt the EU rule. It says that we recognize that certain media uh, platforms provide alternative experiences to Twitter and allow users to post content to Twitter from these platforms. In general, any type of cross-posting to our platform is not in violation of the policy, even from the prohibited sites listed above. Additionally, and this is the, the, the key part here, it says here, additionally, we allow paid advertisement or promotion for any of the prohibited social media platforms. So they do allow you to buy ads to link to these other platforms. It's not a blanket ban. They do allow that. Ashley. Well, they, do you suppose, Ian, that they'll block you from DMing links as, as well uh, to these other platforms or anybody here? Um, well, it really depends on how they implement the ban, right? Um, has anyone tried to link to Mastodon? I don't, I don't, like... think, I don't think it'll go that far. It'll be so, tough. So, like, so I, I actually did try to link to Mastodon in my profile. and It just won't let it. It says this is malware. What about no, in DMs, Ed? Can you try to send me a DM? Can you try to send me a DM? We'll put Ed's else, account yeah. at so risk rather than mine. <laughs> so, Ed, send me a DM. <laughs> so, yeah, Ed, send a DM to Dara. Yeah, yeah, Ashley, because, yeah, from yeah. an antitrust, and I heard a bit of background noise from your end, Ashley, so just keep that in mind. Uh, make sure the mic is close to your mouth. Uh, you can unmute, Ashley. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hi, um, can you hear me okay? Uh, yeah. If you can get the mic, yeah, if you can get the mic a tiny bit closer, it'll be, it'll be better even. Okay, sorry. I've, I've actually never um, done this as it's, a speaker before. Is this better? It's a bit better. Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Um, so I, I agree with Sam. And I, what I would want to point out is that a lot of people, although a lot of us look at this as a speech issue, and I very much appreciate what Musk has done in general, and especially calling attention to these discrepancies. But um, the Federal Trade Commission in the United States really um, would like to see something come out of this. Um, and they've been issuing policy statements recently, particularly on their Section 5 Unfair Methods of Competition. Um, and depending on how far he goes with this and it containing some vague language such as does this violate the spirit of antitrust laws and um, a, a lot of other things about this set of advertising that um, don't really necessarily fit here, but they could easily shoehorn in some sort of claim. I don't think that would necessarily survive in court and I don't think it should. And I think it's a bad policy, but I do think that he should be very wary here. Hmm. What doesn't that doesn't that, that play back into Twitter Blue though? If his goal is to drive revenue, I, then he would allow it with people who are willing to pay. I, the, yeah, I, right? yeah, I, I want to go. I want to. I want to kind of come add on to what Silver said. Silver, what you said earlier as well. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. I just really think uh, Elon, like you know, when we say Elon is making emotional decisions, I think this one seems less emotional and I think more strategic. He made yeah. that tweet. He's being very. You know, he didn't tweet explaining it. It's just a, a, a policy by the Twitter account. He's seeing how people react. 
And then based on that reaction, he'll see how to structure it, how to monetize it. I'm sure there's different ways to monetize it, maybe reverse it. I I have no idea, but I just highly doubt that he's not going to allow them uh, with different, you know, through through, uh, various monetization models. And and now adding on to what Sam and Ashley said, from a regulatory perspective, um, I think regulators have Elon in their eyesight and he can't keep pushing the envelope. So if, if there is, if that could get him, get him in hot waters in the EU, especially in the EU, because they're not happy with Elon at all, strategically, um, I would be surprised if he, it's a complete ban. So we might see more explanation next few days, as Silver said, and as uh, Jason mentioned in his tweet, um, where, hey, you could actually link to them, but you have to pay us. And I think that's very fair. He has to add, uh, you know, monetization structures. Like, does anyone think it's not fair? Like, Ed, I'll go to Ed and Catherine. Do you, do you guys think? And then we go to Stephen. Do you think that if if he adds a monetization model and still allows for you to link to to these websites, would you consider that just free speech through monetization because it's still running a business? So, so I, I mean, I go back to I. I think if he wants to do this, he can do it. I just think if you're saying it's a town square again, I think. If you're charging somebody to speak in the town square, that's still violating free speech. But but it is, it is a private yeah. business, though. We have, we have to remember that. Like, yeah, he does exactly. have to so, monetize so somehow. What I'm saying is it's not a town square. Twitter's not no. a town square. Yeah, I tend, yeah, I tend, I tend to agree. We're, we're just kind of talking over each other here. Yeah, but yeah, it's not a town square. It's it's you know it's a private platform. You can do what he wants, technically. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I, think, I don't think any of us disagree with the fact that he can do what he wants and it's a private business. So he absolutely can. I think we've sort of established that. I think we're all on the same page with that. But I, I am with Ed that it's like if he adds that monetization aspect, um, then it does not sort of negate that. Sorry, I have, a, um, I have a, an update. I don't know if this is new. Uh, let me send you that. Sorry to interrupt you, Catherine. I think it's important. And I'll let you continue what you're saying. Uh, let me send this. Someone just sent it to me, someone from the audience. I'll read it out, and and Ian, maybe I'll send it to you because you've digged deeper into this, and maybe you can pin it above. Um, I've just sent it. It's the DM I got. Uh, Twitter support says um, in their tweet, so that was 1.37, I don't know what time zone he's in. Specifically, we will remove accounts, quote, created solely for the purpose of promoting other social platforms and content that contains links or username for the following platforms, blah, 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 blah. So does that mean... Accounts created solely for that purpose will be the ones that will be suspended. Can you have a look Correct. at what I sent you? Well, Ian? That, yeah, yeah. Does that, 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 that mean something like the? Under. Would that mean like the, the the corporate account for Gab or the corporate account for Mastodon? Something that um, that, that is solely for that so. Go ahead, Catherine. Sorry, you have to unmute. The phrasing was already in the original, like the solely, but then it was sort of followed by these other clarifications. So it's possible that they've now sort of changed and tracked back. Uh, no, no, and no. This is before. This is before the they even put out the, like the the updated rules is linked in the final tweet in that thread. So they're referring in particular, not necessarily to you know business accounts that that are promoting them like for instance facebook has an account here obviously but they're not promoting facebook right they're just here as a support thing they're referring in my opinion right and i think this is it's quite obvious it should be quite obvious that all these weird leftist accounts that have renamed their profiles to join me at loser at mastodon.com you know like it's those guys that they're referring to right like they yeah which by the way 
I don't take an issue with that myself. Like, if that that account exists solely to link to uh, another platform, I think they're within their rights to. Yeah. Uh, like that. Ian Loser, Ian Loser Mastodon. <laughs> Well, yeah, all these they, they, they renamed their profiles, so they changed their bios and they put their uh, their Mastodon page in there. Like uh, Taylor Lorenz had done it to Substack, but obviously Substack is not a problem; it's not listed on there. But other hey, users... Ian, stop stop advertising my Mastodon account, please. <laughs> uh, we we'll go we we'll go to Stephen. You've been waiting for a while, Stephen. Yeah, no worries. Uh, thanks, Mario. Look, uh, you know, a couple things come to mind. Again, just to quickly state, I'm immensely grateful for what Elon Musk overall has done since his acquisition and the expansion of free speech. Hell, he take my, he took my profile out of the complete shadows because I was uh, expressing what the previous two administration would consider to be wrong things. So I'm immensely grateful for that, but we have to look at a few potential red flags kind of in a row here, which makes me think there's a, could be a possibility that he could be getting some, what I would consider to be perhaps faulty advice. So, the, I do. I still do contend that banning banning Linktree is an overreach and too quickly. I think what something a fair remedy for this would be um, is to safe put it install a safeguard right now. So when people try to link to Linktree, the uh, Twitter just doesn't let them because right now, technically yeah. under the current terms of service, people can get suspended for having Linktree up in their account. I don't think that's fair. Not everyone's going to be not everyone's going to be not everyone's nerds and briefing themselves on these updates in terms of service on a daily basis. So a lot of people are just not going to know any better. Right. So I think yeah. if he just takes out the ability for people to even, uh, uh, even, even link to the, all the aforementioned now banned, uh, platforms, I think, I think that would be a lot more fair. You Secondly, know be you know what'd what would be better is if they hired an actual writer to clarify these things, because clearly an engineer wrote the damn message and it's, <laughs> yeah, that's so true. You can totally tell an engineer's writing this stuff. Like my it's... message, my explanation of it, you know, the one that Elon agreed with is better written than the Twitter support. I agree. Message. It totally is. Write it and explain it to people and people won't freak out. Right. Like that's yeah. the issue. It's communication and Twitter. Like obviously if Elon was writing it himself, it'd be fine, but he, you know, he's, he's, he's a big no. man. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind if they brought you on for a little uh, little P, PR uh, there in that regard. Yeah, take over this thing. I mean, it's well, not like they have anybody else writing stuff right now. I mean, they fired everybody. <laughs> well, well, here's the other thing, too, you guys. It was just, what, the day before yesterday that it was also announced that there's going to be this incoming Reddit-style comment voting process, which I think which, by also... by the way, has already been in place. That's the thing. That's another thing they didn't advertise, right? Like, the, it, it's, it's so funny because... When, you know, not Jack, but Parag Agawal was actually experimenting with a downvote feature. It was uh -huh. in my client. I could literally downvote posts. That's funny, right? I could see people, their, their comment and replies going down and down and down every time I, you know, I hit the downvote. It, it, it was brilliant. It was terrible because it was essentially <laughs> deamplifying people because I could downvote them, right? And Which is bad. Them. It is really bad. But <laughs> yeah, I really don't like, trust you being with that button. <laughs> Yeah, I know, but with the way that, that Elon is handling it is actually not bad because what he's doing is allowing, you know, as a paid service, you get to use your block list essentially as a way to deamplify uh, certain voices. Now, if you have a gigantic block list, that block list is useless, right? It's only useful 
for what it's used for. I mean, for what it's built for, which is to block people, but it's not mm-hmm. going to be used to deamplify anyone. So that actually well, negates the concern that there could be targeted blocking of people, right? This is a lot better than the previous system, which actually had a direct downvote system where you could downvote specific comments and that would lead to the complete deamplification of their account if in, they, hit, they got hit with enough downvotes. So right. I'm, I'm like okay with this new system. It's very, it's somewhat opaque, yes, but it's only going to be for paid users. And if you want it really, really hard to, you know, be a de- amplifier, uh, there are ways to track it. First of all, there's ways to track it. If they see that, okay, this, this is kind of weird. Why is it that a hundred thousand paid accounts are blocking this person and they all have zero followers? Okay, that's clearly a bot. Right, like that's but would it not deamplify thoughts that are just like you know uh, a little you know less popular, for example, and mm-hmm. just like minimize you know just kind of only promote ultimately mainstream use in a way or mainstream use that like people who pay for the eight dollar blue checks of uh, support. Like oh, at high that, views, that that people we do should not. all buy eight dollars. You know, we should all spend eight dollars, and we won't. Well, be but then it's an echo chamber. Like I, th- I see that thing. as a here's way. Here's another thing. There, it, there, there's a way to outweigh it, right? This is what people are not remembering: is that when you buy Twitter Blue, and this is not implemented yet, but it will be in the future, your account will not be shadow banned. First of all, and secondly, it will gain a boost to amplification. So it sort of works its way out, right? It's like. It, it, it's it's a self, you know, it, it, I don't know how to describe it, but basically it's just a way to get people to buy into it. And it's fantastic. I think it's a brilliant well, business idea. Ian, don't, well, don't you, don't you have concern over the possibility? Like we know how, let's say far leftist activist groups like to meet in their discord groups and assemble to uh, essentially swarm. target. Yeah. Swarm, swarm specific. Uh, brigade. Brigade yeah, is yeah, brigade, yeah, brigade. I mean, it's happened. It happens to you. It happens. It's been happening to me and more and more. Now, what happens if these folks start swarming accounts like ours, right? They should uh, pay $8. Okay. So what you're saying is the probability that all those kinds of people they're are going to pay $8 to be more than like a scenario. Well, there, but there's, there's another problem though, which is that it's going to encourage you to block people more often. And then that will lead to people who wouldn't have otherwise blocked someone blocking them as part of their vote. I think it's a bad idea. I think another bad idea is the idea of allowing uh, links to be blocked on Twitter. I, I'm against the last two moves Elon Musk has made. I'll just say that. I don't think they're smart. I think he should go back on them. I think they're, I he, think they he might. I mean, he's, he's not way. someone who, he's, he's not, not someone who doesn't pivot or go back or, you know, change policy or, you know, revert if it's necessary. So I think, like I said, if there are enough voices and enough I people speaking out and saying this mm-hmm. isn't going to work or this is why, he'll listen. He's not going yeah, to just put he his foot down. And, and I respect that. Yeah. Yeah, he's done that multiple times. Yeah, that's true. It's an idea, right? Like a lot of times this has had his time pushback. First of all, Matt, welcome, Matt. Yeah, give, give us your thoughts on this, Matt. In the meantime, I'm going to go, I've tweeted, I've done two things before going to Matt. Uh, have a look at the pinned tweet above Ian, Tara, and everyone else, Catherine. Um, by, by... He's had his hand up, so I think he wants something to say here on this. Yeah, sure. So yeah, so after Matt, jump in, uh, Silver. And also there's Steve Pierce just made a thread. I'm going to try to bring him on about um, EU law and the risks for Twitter. Um, I'm going to pin it above and uh, send him an invite to join. But say, go ahead, Matt and Silver. Yeah, so what what I was saying is he does typically reverse course whenever there's an idea that's getting a different reception than what he originally 
expected it to. Oh, okay. Looks like I'm going the wrong way. Okay, let's anyway. get Wall Street Silver in if if that's okay. Or Matt, so, are you okay, still going? So, uh, I want to respond to that little thing you pinned up there. The guy's a fucking moron. I just want to say that. Because he's claiming that any sort of moderating actions in removing his tweets or telling him to remove the tweets is a violation of Section 230. No, it's not. Section 230 essentially gives platforms the right to moderate the platforms as they see fit. So I no. don't see that. I don't see it, that up it's there. Pinned. It's pinned up there. It's the one by Eric. Eric or Eric. I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's French. So he's a moron. He's wrong. And uh, yeah. Have uh, a look at the other it. one. I've pinned another one by Steve Pierce. Uh, so maybe Ian, you can quickly read it while we go to Silver. Uh, gonna... I don't see the Steve one. I've I don't just see the pinned Steve it. Either. I've just pinned it now. I, I agree with that. Ian on that. It doesn't. It's Section 230 doesn't make it become an editorial media. Yeah, how when something just false gets goes viral when it's factually just false. Yeah, they need to. I mean, there's no legal <laughs> ground. This this fucking guy, this Eric guy, he he closed the uh, the comments on his thing, so you can't even tell him that he's wrong. And that's why it's getting all this traction because all these dumbass liberal journalists are retweeting it because they're like, oh look, Elon, the walls are closing in on Elon Musk. You know, they're going to come Silver, jump in, Silver. Ian is having a breakdown. Bankrupt. Silver, jump in, jump in, save him. <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, I think I, I was looking at a lot of the liberal, uh, all of those liberal uh, journalists who were being suspended. I was actually checking out all of their accounts on Social Blade to see how their follower accounts were changing. And all of them have been trending down for, as in losing thousands, if not tens of thousands of followers to, during November and December, basically since Elon took over. And and when I look at conservative accounts, I see the exact opposite. They're all gaining tens of thousands, but sort of a large sort of uh, – Let's call them uh, influencer accounts. And what I think Elon is seeing at, at the data level uh, under the hood is that the platform is losing liberals. They are going to other platforms like Mastodon or, or, or wherever it is they're going to. And what this might be is a targeted effort to stop the hemorrhaging of losing the left wing uh, audience that was on Twitter. Uh, that might be part of it. The other, and, and think about it, what's the other group that's most impacted by uh, this new change in policy? It's the people who use Linktree the most. And and I don't know, a lot of this is, there's a lot of sex workers and things like that that are on Twitter using Linktree and these other platforms. This might be an effort to reduce some of that type of content also on Twitter by removing the use of Linktree. That's just what I I'm speculating. I don't want to assume that it has anything to do with sex workers or any of that because Elon's not specifically saying that. But I do I do see what you guys are saying, but I also know a lot of people do use Linktree. Uh, and I'm wondering if this even applies to all my links, which is another one like Linktree, basically the same thing, but I didn't see it listed. But uh, I think it's more of an issue of, what I said originally in the space is that he cannot have the manpower to go individually check every single link tree to ensure you're not linking to Instagram or Facebook or these other uh, platforms that he doesn't want you linked to, uh, where they could potentially be allowed to share the doxing that was going on here that is now banned. I don't know if it's 
going to be banned or against TOS or rules on other platforms. And I don't know that he knows that. Uh, maybe he does know that they allow it, and that's why he doesn't want those links or those people going to those platforms. In, ter- in terms of sex workers, I saw a, a speaker request by someone from CumRocket, C-U-M Rocket. So I assume that's a project, a crypto project in the adult industry. Is that it's a fair a assumption, Kieran? It's a scam. It's a scam. Oh, okay, so let's not, yeah, let's not talk about the project. But the reason I brought you up is, you know, I, I assumed from the adult industry, and I saw you tweet about it. Is that what you wanted to comment on in terms of uh, people working in the adult space, adult entertainment space that were impacted by this? Before we Kieran? get into, before we get into that, I just want to mention that Eric Fresen, uh, you know, the guy, the guy that you linked at the top, he's the oh, French the minister for digital, but he doesn't seem to know what he's talking about. Let's try to bring him on, man. Send him a message. Uh... No, he has a, he he's not allowing uh, replies or anything. So there's like, no, you, can't, you know, can't send him a DM. No, 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 I can't. Okay. Maybe you can. So, so can I just I ask, yeah, okay. can I just ask everybody? Does does no one here really think that this was just a a knee jerk emotional personal no. reaction from I, Elon? I, I no, don't really I, believe. I think I'm, it's calculated you, from from what I know. I think this whole policy was concocted in the last seven days. I genuinely believe that um, because if it hadn't been. And again, I, I think obviously there's a lot of people outside the EU on this panel, and I didn't think maybe you realised just how liberal, left-leaning, etc. And I'm not saying that in a good or bad way. The EU is, so don't be surprised by these EU laws. When you've lived in the EU, you get it, and you're not surprised by this stuff. So don't really be surprised that this is a this is a major breach of EU law. Um, and and if they'd planned this, somebody in the legal team would have would have known this. So I think this is. A very, very much a, a reaction to what's happened to Elon personally over the last few days. The, the thing, the thing, if you if you read the, the Twitter policy on it, you know it says they will suspend accounts that are obviously deliberately set up to to advertise other platforms, and they will obviously be using AI to to effectively prevent people from linking in in the rest of the cases. So I don't think people are going to go around necessarily losing their accounts. They're just not going to be. It's not very complex complex for the engineers at Twitter. To prevent people from doing a link to Instagram.com. It's very, yeah, it's very easy. It's very, very simple. So these these links are just not going to be on the platform. And it also says if you try to disguise a link by using dots and things like this, that will also that content will be removed, and you can face a suspension for deliberately trying to circumvent. But I still honestly believe, because of the, you know, what I see, and maybe people will disagree that there is a clear breach here of EU law, that this was not planned. I think the evidence that this was not planned is there. We don't know about the same. It's, just, it's too early, I think, to breach EU law because he just announced it, no clarity yet. No, not, yeah, not that's, sure yeah. that's the problem I with the communications it, at Twitter, Twitter right? They need a better... But I don't, I, no, I don't, know. I don't know if it's a problem with communication. Maybe it's intentional to see how people respond before communicating further. Maybe. It's like the... build it's already debate. happening that they... I mean, I it's, it, it's funny because a few weeks ago, Elon was like mocking Mastodon and now and now I think he sees them as a threat because there's obviously, you know, there's financial implications in everything for Elon right now. He had to sell three and a half billion dollars of Tesla stock last week to continue to prop Twitter up. So there's a lot going on beyond this um, that is that is personal for, for Elon. Um, so mm. I think, you know, for I, me personally, my, my opinion is this is this is not something that's been planned. Uh, in depth before, by Twitter over the last few weeks. Before we get into that, uh, I, 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 I've, I've been messaging an info security lawyer, and he says that he doesn't like the policy, but he says that it does not in any way affect the company's Section 230 immunity. So just wanted to put that one there. I appreciate the clarity. And before we continue, the, the point that Sam made, and I think Matt wanted to comment on it, Kieran, just wanted to ask you a question. Like, well, did you did you want to comment on the um, 
um, people within the entertainment, uh, adult entertainment industry. Wait, before we jump back and forth, I brought up someone from the EU who had a comment in regard to uh, the the wording in this policy. Um, Adam, you had something that you were saying we aren't reading in the fine print. Can you uh, bring that up? Um, thanks, Tara. Just, <clears throat> just just for clarity, I'm in the UK. I'm not in the EU. Um, Sam is in the EU. Oh, my bad. Not, not, any, not anymore, Adam. Good old uh, days are gone. Are they? <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, it's a for sure. Subject. For sure. But, but um, to, to, no, Sam's in Spain, to the best of my knowledge, um, which is part of the European Union. The UK is a little bit different, but um, nonetheless, similar laws apply. So there were, there's two things going on here, first of all. One is the official one, which is on help.twitter.com or whatever the TLD is, right? And then there's the tweet that's gone out, and they are different. And I think it's worth looking at that. So... The one on the help thing just says basically all links to th- these platforms, right? Whatever it is, you know, Facebook, etc. Et but if you look in the actual Twitter support thread, it says accounts solely created for the purpose. So there's a, dis- a huge disparity there, huge disparity. Has, has anybody else seen that? Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. I noticed that, that, yeah. Right. That, that, yeah. That's an issue. That's why I said it's an issue of communication, right? It's like, what's going on? Which, what are the rules? Like, precisely which rules should we follow? The ones written down in the website or the ones on the, on, on Twitter.com itself where it tells you that, hey, this is just designed solely for those spam account type things. Right. And I, I, I'm sure it's probably the latter, I think, I think is the way it would be intended. <clears throat> because what Sam has said is, um, is absolutely right. The, the only way you could circumvent that as per EU law. Now, whatever you think of the European Union it doesn't really matter, but there are a lot of people there. Um, it's, in fact, it's a bigger population than the United States. Um, so it's a, it's a big user base and it's a very monetizable user base. So you don't really want to lose the EU overall. Um, and the UK tends to lean with the EU slightly more than the States. So th- there's actually a, quite an interesting thing here whether it's a knee jerk or not i don't think necessarily matters what's needed is clarity because you're going to have all these millions of accounts that have got link trees in their profile that are suddenly going oh shit i need to change this or maybe don't check twitter every day or something and then suddenly end up binned and they might be small businesses that actually make a living online they might have a link tree that links through to an etsy or something like that or whatever it might be something that's you know pretty innocuous so there needs to be clarity around that. So whoever can find that out really should be finding that out as soon as possible. I think that's important. Hey, well, at least the only fans are still safe, so I'm, I'm, I'm in good shape. So don't worry, guys. Well, well, whether you do that or not, we don't know the answer to that question at this point because if it's through a link tree, um, now it's very easy to you, – you don't need any manual process to go through link trees and things like that and so on. They're all followed links. So, you know, you might, you may well have a bunch of really nice links to whatever they might be. You might have written a bunch of blogs about how great Twitter is. And then you might have something else in there, which maybe just links to some Instagram thing that you did eight years ago, and suddenly you get binned. So there needs to be clarity around that. Uh, And and the lack of clarity also is why I think this is knee-jerk, because if this was a major policy shift, they would have had, you know, some congruency between the tweet and the actual rules as well. 
I think this is something where there's been a, a text from Elon saying, oh, get that policy online now, something's annoyed me today. I know it sounds quite dramatic for me, but we've seen this before, and I think that's probably what it was. It does sound quite dramatic reason, for me, Sam. <laughs> I, I believe the reason why Elon Musk implemented this comes down to people using Mastodon and other profiles to share his location. And so Agreed, he's seen this, this, I believe, as a way to prevent that. But I will say, I don't think Twitter needs to ban links to be the top social media app. The trajectory Elon's putting it on is really, really, really smart. He's adding so many amazing features. This platform is going to go crazy. It is going to pass easily some of the other top platforms on the internet, I believe, over the coming years. And so if I was Elon, I would just play it a little bit safer, let people share links, even if it is just the policy that's banning people from dedicating their account to that even still i would say all right whatever free speech you can do that if you want we're still going to win in the end if you're sharing a link specifically to something that's doxing me okay that's banned but that's i think how the policy should be implemented rather than the way it is being implemented so someone just dm'd me a a really good point and i want to remind people that all of this came this rule change policy change came after he banned uh, Taylor Lorenz last night, she, uh, had deleted all of her tweets and then put up one tweet with all of her links to other social media platforms. Um, and then her account was banned shortly thereafter. I believe that was her very, uh, last tweet. I'm not sh- 100% sure, but it was one of the last tweets that she made. Um, I think, you know, this person made a really, really good point in my DM saying that, you know, there's this issue and, and this is coming from Brian. He says, here's an outsider thought. Journalists enjoyed becoming relevant and popular by left leaning bias in media. They became popular and famous, got promotions and, and success. Twitter 2.0 exposed the lies and ridiculous bias. And now they have to start from sc- scratch because it's a level playing field. Credibility must be earned now instead of given freely because you leaned left. And I sort of wonder if a lot of this does come from the frustration of, you know, these uh, they kind of had like this dominance over the domain over all of Twitter. There was this definite like you have to kind of toe the line and, and be left leaning in order to be accepted or popular here. And now those same people who are feeling like accounts are being brought back that were wrongfully suspended, um, that are more conservative, <clears throat> they're all just kind of saying, okay, I'm out of here. Oh, and by the way, go find me on my other social platforms and using Twitter as a means to just drive traffic to these other social media platforms, which could become an issue for Twitter because now, you know, that's money out of out of Twitter's pocket. That's, and essentially they're using Twitter in that way. So, I mean, I do see it as an issue. I do see it as a a business move. I know a lot of people think it's an emotional reaction and I do see that side of it too, uh, where if these other platforms are allowing these links to be shared that are doxing, uh, Elon or his family, um, then that is an issue as well. So I don't know. That was a good point, Brian. Thank you. I like Tara as well. Tara, you've made both points as well. Uh, initially, you said it could be based on, on what happened with his family. And now you're saying, but also it could be a smart business decision. So Tara, you're balancing it out as well. Look at you. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, I do I do want to say I invited Taylor Lorenz just now. We were chatting yesterday because um, I know that she was brought up in yesterday's She's space. Everyone was discussing in. it. She, does, she, she, she even left when Libs of TikTok joined her. Uh, her Instagram. No, but she messaged me. She she messaged me. Yesterday. She's happy to join the space. But she wants to join um, it. Then we go. Yeah, no, is she suspended or unsuspended? I'm just curious. Unsuspended. unsuspended She's been unsuspended. Yeah. yeah, yeah, unsuspended. Okay. Now, David, would love to get your thoughts on this. I know you've been waiting for a while. 
And I see Tom. Tom is in the house as well. Tom, you can jump in as well anytime. Oh no! Yeah. I I just had a simple question about um, uh, the ability to post content. But I, as I understand it now, since I've been listening to this this room, uh, that's not going to be an issue, right? So, for instance, it's it's only about links or screenshots of links, but it has nothing to do with screenshots of content or anything of that nature. Correct. Yeah, I think yeah, it's just the links. Maybe the way Tara just described it makes perfect sense to me. This is a a competitive. There's just it just makes no sense for Elon to provide the gateway for everyone to exit Twitter, especially the the radical leftists who are trying to exit right now and guide their whole audience, their Twitter audiences, to the new platforms of where they want to go to. Why why should Elon aid that? So that you know that just makes total sense the way Tara described it. But what do you know? This is. One of the things I thought was funny initially about this whole debate is that, you know, Musk buys Twitter and all of a sudden we're supposed to all have an expert opinion about how many people should be employed at Twitter. Right. And we all have to the media is supposed to be concerned uh, he, he, about Elon just tweeted about this, by the way. He just responded to Ian. If just like yeah. literally within the past few seconds of Ian once. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. I was talking, but I just saw I that. Pop so. up. I shall read it. He says, uh, and I, I'll read my tweet first. I said, you're allowed to cross post other platforms. You just can't uh, create or turn your account into a free advertising unit for one of the listed competing platforms. Pretty straightforward. Elon replied to me and he said, exactly. Uh, Twitter should be easy to use, but no more relentless free advertising of competitors. No traditional publisher allows this and neither will Twitter. <laughs> so so my, my question is, what happens when... Uh, well, that's confusing. The long form post. Do they start banning Substack and other other competitors? I guess we'll see. But I wanted Tom to get to finish his his point that he was yeah, getting let's at. Get back to Tom. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know. Uh, so, you know, this is kind of a business approach he's taken, and you know, I don't think the analysis needs to be as political as some are making it to be. Although I think it's a confusing process. You know, I'm a user, and I kind of was looking at it from the perspective of someone who does a lot of linking outside of Twitter. And I read it. I'm not that stupid. And I found it to be confusing. And I could see how it's being interpreted in the way that Elon is suggesting and others are suggesting here that, you know, you you, you basically can't be a spammer using, this, using Twitter uh, to link outside. But it doesn't necessarily read that way. And, um, you know, and, and when Elon says, you know, no other publisher would allow this, well, Twitter isn't a publisher. You know, this is a, this is supposed to be a free speech platform or platform, uh, through which people can, you know, make their ideas known or provide access to other ideas on other platforms. And I understand there could be business reasons for not wanting that to be the case, but, uh, I, I'm just concerned that um, even fairly interpreted, it, this could chill uh, dissemination of information from folks who are uh, uh, not clear about how it's going to be enforced or how the rules are actually, um, you know, I, I don't think it's been explained sufficient, sufficiently, at least based on what's been published to date, that I would be confident in linking to outside material in, in a regular way, you know, I, I don't know what substantial means, you know, there are all sorts of words there that have potential meanings that can be, um, uh, uh, that, that don't provide certainty to, to users. 
Yeah, so, I'm just another... asking Ian, should we, uh, before we go to, to Matt and Ed, Ian, should we, I just message you, should we invite Elon? You said he's busy now, just is it because of the World Cup? Yeah, he's at the World Cup. I wouldn't bother him right now. It's a weekend, you know, he's hanging out with people right now. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think point. he really wants to deal with this at the moment. Yeah, I, so, I wasn't no. thinking to message him, but then my, my team's like, Mario's a relevant topic, so I'm thinking whether it's oh, worth I it. I know, I know, but like, I, nah, I don't feel... I don't feel no. We can't. We can't call Elon in here for every spaces. Don't. Yeah, be, yeah. Let, don't, let's don't get him out of here. Sure, you can. I'm more than happy to talk about this and you know on the tweets because you know you can do it in between other things. But if he has Just a join don't, here, don't, don't, be... don't wear out your don't wear out your the privilege of being able to message Elon too often, Mario. That's just my exactly. Advice. Exactly. So, so yeah, I no. just kind of tried to frame that into a tweet as well. And I just said Twitter was a left-leaning journalistic monopoly that suddenly went back to an e- even playing field. Uh, so a bunch of liberal journalists start a mass Twitter exodus. So therefore, Elon Musk, in my opinion, has every right to provide to not provide this gateway uh, like Wall Street Silver suggested. And um, I do believe it, it comes from that suspension and then reinstatement of Taylor Lorenz's account. She was uh, basically tweeting out to her however many followers to go follow her on all these other socials. Um, and a lot of other people have done the same because they don't like that Elon's taking over. They don't like that Elon has brought back accounts that were wrongfully suspended. Uh, they don't like an even playing field. They liked it when they had the monopoly over Twitter. Twitter and, and I think he is essentially just cutting off, cutting them off at the knees and saying, well, go figure it out then. And he's instead, you know, when you think about it, these accounts that were suspended two, three years ago, they didn't have the opportunity to post up their socials and say, hey, go follow me here before I'm suspended from Twitter. They just got cut out. They just got kicked off the platform. No one could find them anymore. They were just gone and shunned, uh, including our own president. So um, imagine, you know, that's essentially what he's saying here is, yeah, you can leave Twitter, but you don't get to go tell all of your hundreds of thousands or millions of followers uh, to go to these other social platforms with you. Uh, yeah, but why, but why not? I mean, why, why not? Money, business. I mean, think about it from a business perspective. Would you be, would you be okay? You know, it's almost like him allowing Ford to come open up shop on a, on a Tesla, in a Tesla factory, or if he had a Tesla dealership and had Ford posted up there selling their EVs. Like, I mean, it's kind of the same difference. But when you commit, when you commit to, you know, enforcing terms of service that, you know, err on the side of speech, or enforce terms of service that are kind of narrowly tailored uh, to advance Section 230, and then you then you get into the business of policing advertising or or, or statements that could be perceived even in a one-off way as promoting an outside third-party application. I think that's a very you know that's kind of a new area of content moderation. That I don't think any other platform has has uh, engaged in before, and it uh, makes me think if he's yeah, excuse me, platforms like forums and actually Reddit. Reddit has very strict linking rules. It specifically bans certain businesses from even uh, being posted on there. Like every you know, the EU is like cra- trying to crack down on on Twitter. It's like Reddit actually set the precedent. They've, they've been doing this for ten plus years, for and based then, on as, commercial or or political content. Both. Both. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm all over Reddit, and all of our links are all over Reddit, but Reddit does automatically 
at the headquarters level, Reddit admins, they block anything to Zero Hedge. They -hmm. block anything to Seeking Alpha and a few other websites like that. Gateway Pundit is completely blocked. I'm I'm a moderator of of a very large subreddit on Reddit, and I can't override that. Um, yep, I used to be a so, super moderator. These are, these you know, I had like uh, access to world news, politics, WTF, uh, uh, ask me anything. So like, yeah, I know how the things work behind the scenes and 100% it is driven by the executive level and they prohibit links to uh, specific businesses and they can even ban specific uh, YouTube channels. They even do that. They either uh, channel ban it or they ban it hard. Ed, you wanted to speak, by the way, I've sent a couple of invites to yes. a few interesting speakers and, and we have uh, uh, John managed to join. So, John, I'll give you the mic in a bit as well. Go ahead, Ed. Yeah, I, I'm just saying like, from a liberal point of view, what happens if, let's say, Elon Musk has a really hard time getting advertisers and let's say the NRA comes along and starts giving him millions and millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars for advertising and some some people start tweeting a anti-gun stuff and elon starts thinking you know i really need to start banning some of these anti-gun posts on twitter because i want to make a make the right business decision and he starts banning liberal post anti-gun post where do you draw the line is that too far like so, 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 so i mean i i i mean i see what elon's doing here and i really don't disagree with it but where how do we know where that line is well, I, I will say I don't think there's really any chance Elon Musk will go to that level. But at the same time, I do agree with Tom on some of the points he's making because I will give Twitter, the previous administration, credit. I mean, yes, they were really, really, really bad in a lot of areas, banning people and stuff like that. But they did allow Gab, for example, True Social, other platforms like that. They allowed them to have Twitter accounts to continue posting, telling people to go over there. And I would have been very upset if the previous Twitter administration, which to their credit, they didn't do, if they had said, okay, we're banning these links now to any degree, I would prefer to just have an open space where everyone can post stuff like that. And I think Elon Musk probably will reverse course on this. My understanding of the situation, it looks like he was initially planning to do a more strict ban. Then he walked it back some to only banning accounts dedicated to that. And I believe he'll probably walk it back even more over time. So we'll, we'll watch Elon and see what he does. You know, I'm wondering if, he, if I'm wondering if this is an indication that he's going to he's thinking of a platform that has significant walls around it in terms of public access. That there's going to be ultimately uh, a paywall for a significant portion of the services, and because some of these rules kind of fit in, it would seem to me with a very highly moderated, uh, not moderated, but curated uh, set of um, um, set of services on Twitter. Uh, and, you know, this, this is something that, you know, makes me think that, you know, if you're going to join the private club, you know, these are the rules you have to abide for before doing so, which would be a different approach than, you know, the bulletin board, uh, you know, the bulletin board history of, of these social media platforms, at least as initially envisioned. And all the all the analogies I'm hearing people discussing at the moment, you know, would Ford allow you to advertise Tesla on their forecourts? I, I think we're missing the point here. The, the rule, if you read the extra terms and conditions, are you cannot link to your Instagram and things like that. Now, if, if Elon really wants Twitter to become this town square, this platform of free speech, 
then surely we can agree that this policy is not right. This is not about businesses. This is about telling people that if they try to do a link to their Instagram on Twitter, the AI will prevent that link from, from being possible. I, I think, you know, we're talking about about the business side of this, but why don't we talk about the personal side? The vast majority of people who use Twitter are personal users, and they're being told that they cannot openly share things that they want to share. Somebody might see something they want to share on Instagram. They cannot now share that link, as far as I understand, um, because it says in the terms and conditions that URLs will be blocked. So, you know, I think that's the bigger picture. It's not about businesses advertising Mastodon on Twitter and things like that. That is not the... The, the issue, the issue arose, as I think we all kind of understand, of people saying, I'm leaving Twitter, follow me elsewhere. Fine. That's just a short-term um, issue that's happened in the last few days because of, of actions that were taken. But surely this is a free speech thing. Surely a this is a platform. This is, this is, this is not uh, – Twitter does not produce content. Twitter is a conduit for people to share their ideas, their thoughts, their content, their businesses, everything. And if Twitter start taking the role of a censor, a decision maker about what can be posted on very reasonable things, if someone wants to share something they put up elsewhere or something they found elsewhere, then surely this is this is the extreme version of Twitter that Elon was fighting against. This is censorship, um, except it seems to be coming in the other direction. What's your take on the doxing that took place? Do you think that that should have been censored and, and banned or kept and allowed? No, no, I, I agree with that. Uh, and I was open about that. I agree that, um, you know, when it comes to personal safety and things like this, and I, and I don't think that people should have been using Twitter to, you know, by proxy dox Elon through other socials. And I think that is why okay. this blanket policy... So- so- The reason I bring that up, Sam, is are these other platforms allowing that? And is that potentially a reason he doesn't want to link people to be allowed to link to these other platforms where they could be doing that? It's it's a very good point, but that's probably 0.0001% of the effect of this policy. Now, when you have a policy that affects, you know, hundreds of millions of people when there's only five or six offenders, then it's a personal it's a policy based on personal issues that Elon Musk has faced which I fully sympathize, and I absolutely agree, people doxing people, whether directly or through links, should be banned from the platform. That's a clear policy. But now saying that, you know, if you want to share an Instagram video of someone's, uh, you know, Labrador doing something charming, that that link is going to get blocked. That is that is not free speech, and that is not why Elon says he took over this platform. You know, I wonder if he's going to have any legal issues from regulators who will look at some antitrust issues related to that type of regulation. Yeah, well, it's, it's illegal in the EU already. It's what, what he's doing is specifically illegal in the EU, and, and that could be a very, very costly mistake. So he needs to, you know, that's why I think it's a knee-jerk reaction, because I don't think they looked into the law when they when they put this policy out. Okay, yeah, so just, the question uh, is, if I, it's I illegal a... in the EU, why is it allowed on Reddit? What's the question again on Reddit? I mean, if it's illegal, if, if, you know, blocking links and stuff is illegal in the EU, why is it allowed on Reddit? I mean, why does Reddit, why is, allow, why is Reddit allowed to get away with it? Ian is, the Reddit, Ian, is the Reddit policy one that is from the management or is it a, is it, is it, is it a, is it a power available to individual moderators and groups and it those who run the groups? It is a management it, but, decision. It is yeah. both actually. Um, indiv- you, as a moderator of a subreddit, I can, impose i can write the code in sort of the auto mod where it automatically blocks any url or any domain that i want to i could do that at the subreddit level but then there's a group of 
websites such as Zero Hedge, Gateway Pundit, Seeking Alpha, and a few others that at the headquarters level the uh, are just blocked everywhere. So, yeah, just you can do and more. And also ban self-promotion, right? You've got to keep that in mind. Like, So what people do here on Twitter, which is, hey, go to my other profile on Mastodon or Instagram, that's not allowed on Reddit. They will ban you for it. But that is literally no, that, a bannable offense. And that's not the case, Ian. I mean, you go look at my subreddit, and we, we got links all over the place to every other platform. It's going to mix, right? I mean, like, I know that you have to, like, one of the rules is, sorry for the echo, is, like, one of the rules that you have to do is that you have to link, like, 10 other sites before you can link to one of your own. Well, a side note, Ian, I, I did send a DM inviting Elon, if he has time. I doubt he can join because of the World Cup, but... Uh... We'll be get, it would be good to get some more clarity. Um, that's a really... Oh, sorry. So, no, go ahead, Catherine. You haven't spoken in a while. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to uh, clarify, Ian, if, if, if the requirement is to link to a bunch of links before you're able to, to, to do your own, that's just to ensure that you're not spamming, right? That's, that's just to make sure that well, you're not... Well, banned a bunch of comic book artists for even linking to their own content uh, on, on, on a Reddit-wide thing, not just from, say, our comics or something. So th- there were a couple of artists, uh, I, I forget the guy's name, but he used to link to his own thing, used to get a lot of upvotes, and then Reddit's administrators decided that they were giving him free advertising and that was bad, and so they banned him. Well, completely. I don't know, but that that sounds like a, a some, some sort of an exceptional case, but that's not an overall rule. No, but it's an I, overall but... rule. It is literally an overall rule. You cannot be nonstop linking to your own thing. Oh well, nonstop, but again, that, that's but that's again spamming, right? Like, so that that falls into that they're well, trying to curb spamming, which which is fair. Spamming, but you know, like nonstop the, the is, linking the, is spamming. I I also have no issue, for example, with with Twitter, like you know what they said, like you know if if you're yeah, setting up an account just to promote other accounts, right? Yeah, but couldn't that be interpreted under the EU rules as because nothing they're doing is illegal? And yet, yeah, I can't, I can't speak to, to the, so it's yeah, like, that's that, I mean, point, that's right? it's like, why are they looking at, at Twitter, but they're not looking at these other websites that do it all the time? I mean, why the exception for Twitter? Well, but Twitter well, is, is a, de- first of all, we just, you know, that's a new policy that just came in. Uh, Elon did make a particular commitment that he is, seems to be walking away from. And I mean, I do think the fact that he tweeted back to you and he said, this is now like, like a traditional publisher, that, that is really alarming. Now, I think I'm really concerned when he tweets between like watching a game and he, he tweet, is tweeting like a major policy like that. That is like a big deal. And I think a lot of the issues that we're running in with is because he's constantly tweeting and he's kind of doing things on the fly. Honestly, I think Elon's just tweeted. Yeah, he. I just, I just think it's a bit of a U-turn already. He's now just said casually sharing occasional links is fine, but no more relentless advertising. So I I think uh, that for me, (laughs) which is good, obviously. But now it's very fuzzy, you yeah. know, there's, you can't just say, well, it's okay if you do this, but not that. So I would say that's probably because, you know, they've suddenly thought, oh, shit, this isn't this So isn't that's literally the what idea. I just said. I think, so the issue... The, on the fly, and this is causing all these I don't confusion. think so. I, here's, here's, here's the issue. The issue is that we're all reading the website, but we're not reading the tweets. And the tweets were where my impression of this came from, and those are the ones he's agreeing with. So the... The, the tweets are actually accurate. That is the policy. It's designed to stop people from self-promoting. That is literally the policy. But the 
issue here now is that the support page is not congruent with the stated policy on twitter.com. So they need to reword that. That is, well, I think, the biggest Well, that is issue. a problem. And for example, one thing they could be doing is uh, instead of like having like t- Elon tweets, uh, Twitter account tweet, updating the policy, what really they should be doing is really pushing out. And uh, whenever they make a big policy change, it really should just be pushed out to all the Twitter, uh, you know, users at once from the main official Twitter account. Really, that's that would help a lot. And it also should all be sort of coordinated. And really, Elon probably shouldn't be tweeting these like major policy changes. He he, he could, you know, enhance it, but he, he really, you know, because it's kind of all over the place. It's not coordinated and it's worded differently in different places. Yeah, well, but you know, for, overall, but, I, I would say that I love the way Elon Musk operates in regards to that because that's how he gets stuff done fast. That's why he's different than the other social media companies. Yes, yes, to throw things off the wall. Yes, we'll disagree and we'll criticize some of them, but the product at the end is going to be a way faster development process, a way better platform with way more features, and overall, all the kinks will be ironed out. So I personally love his style and the way he's going about it. Just to add to that point, remember the, the Silicon Valley uh, model is break, break stuff, fail fast. So he doesn't mind, he doesn't mind blowing up rockets, remember? Uh, how many rockets they intentionally blew up developing Falcon 9. He doesn't mind breaking things. And so doing this with um, with Twitter is not it, – it's totally fine for Elon to break to break Twitter for a few days in this process. He doesn't care. a few hours. Look, <laughs> so really quick, yeah. really quick for, anyone, for anyone listening, really quick, I, pin, I pinned a uh, poll at the top and I tweeted a poll asking people, and this is mainly for the listeners who can't come up and share their opinions uh, if you want to go vote on that, but it's, do you support the new Twitter policies? And so far there are 2,300 votes and it's 77% for yes. So I just want to let you guys know, the panel up here, it's interesting that a lot of people do agree with these new policies for whatever reasons. Yeah, I mean, for instance, there's a line... I'll give you the mic, Tom. I just retweeted your poll, so let's all retweet that poll and and get a lot more. Yeah, and I want want Catherine... Catherine, can you do a similar... Silver, thank you for retweeting it. It just helps to get a bigger audience and a bigger number of votes and, I don't know, more accurate. Yeah, I'll retweet it as well, but I want also, Catherine, I'm just curious, can you do a similar poll, Catherine, separately? Because I know you have a different audience, you and Ed. Maybe you and Ed uh, and Brian could, like, retweet it. And I want to get on and see what your poll, what the result is from your poll. Be very curious. Um, and let me retweet Tara's now. Uh, Tom, you go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, you, know, the que- you know, did he intend this, it looks like, as an anti-spam policy? I mean, I, I, I know... On my feed, I often see links to Telegram. Thank me, you know, go here. You'll thank me for it later. So there was a lot of spam related to third-party links, which I think would be appropriate to try to curtail. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, initially written, it suggested that, as I said, individual users promoting their individual websites outside of Twitter uh, would be uh, dinged. And... uh, I can't imagine that's going to be sustained. Uh, it just doesn't seem sustainable or, or gets, to, gets it to where he wants it to be, which is a platform where people feel comfortable posting and spam is frowned upon or, or curtailed. And uh, to the degree this is used to curtail spam, you know, count me in. 
but you know, one of the tools they've had, and you know, I've, I've measured this in terms of engagement. If I do a tweet that has a link to another website, it gets dramatically lower engagement automatically. And I think that's just the algorithm, you know, that the goal of Twitter is to keep you on Twitter. So if I do a, an image screenshot of an article versus if I do a hyperlink to that article, the image screenshot version of that tweet would do dramatically better. So they already have the functionality and tools to de-boost, let's call it, de-boost any sort of tweet that has a hyperlink off-site. And Which that, is that, very that's not problematic. new. That's, that's, that there's, there's no problem with that. I, they all do that. If I do something on Facebook it, uh, the same way, a link to a YouTube video from Facebook gets way less gets way less uh, engagement than other types of tweets. See, every I thought that was every problem, platform's though. like that. Every platform's like that. I and see so, that as a huge problem, Tom. Do you, do you not see that as a problem? It's already been like that, though, Catherine. You just didn't no, know I, it because there was I, no transparency. No, no, I did, I, no, no, Tara, I did know about it. Unfortunately, and I thought that I was quite critical of that before this. Uh, I thought that was a huge problem. I think it's, I think it, I was hoping that that would be fixed because I think it's important for us to be able to share these links because they are a source of content, information. They, you know, way of, it is part of free speech because we are able to learn about the world, things that are going on around us. And that was curbed, uh, because it gives a lot more context when you're able to share these links than, you know, a, a short tweet well i think one something else i've noticed is like i I do videos on youtube if i upload if i if i host the video on twitter like if, if it's less than 10 minutes long doing a video on twitter where it's hosted on twitter and you stay within the twitter ecosystem performs dramatically better versus a link to youtube of the exact same video content so i think the goal here elon has is to build the tools so that you can share that type of content within the Twitter ecosystem. And that would require longer video. Right now, if you a default, the video length for a free account is two minutes and 20 seconds. If you have Twitter blue, you can do video length up to 10 minutes. And I think his goal is to, I, I've seen him tweet that the goal is to take it into an even, long, even longer format and provide monetization for video creators so that they have more reason to stay on Twitter and not do this and, 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 and do the same things they're doing on YouTube. I think that's interesting. Well, and he wants to pay them more as well. He wants to pay them a bigger, uh, yeah, content creators. Do you remember Wall Street Silver? Do you remember the dialogue he had with Mr. Beast who, who has the most subs on YouTube out of any YouTuber? Um, I think he has over a hundred million subs now. Um, he had a dialogue just within the last couple of weeks with Mr. Beast where Mr. Beast said, if Elon, you know, goes this route, he will be switching over to Twitter. Yeah. I, I'm sure some people he'll probably do both, but he'll probably make con- some content specifically for Twitter uh, to test that out and see which one is better for him. Uh, wouldn't surprise me to do if he does that. Yeah. I want to just mention two quick things. Number one, uh, Tara, Ian, if you see, or anyone, if you see uh, Elon in the audience, would be great. Just let me know because I'm not checking. Um, I do have a a point to make regarding, um, I think some of you mentioned, um, is is it because of the doxing situation? I don't think so because they didn't say, hey, linking to another account. That was already clarified yesterday if you link to another account that is doxing because you can can dox on multiple platforms. Man, these fucking blue Uh, check marks, all they do is reply to Elon nonstop. It's garbage. 
Yeah, and, and that's that. You're a blue check, Ian. Yeah, so are you. Yeah. <laughs> now it's an insult. Now it's an insult. Yeah. yeah, it's an insult to have the blue check. Look, uh, every I, speaker on here is a blue check mark. Okay. <laughs> every me. audience. Every audience. But did you pay the eight dollars, Ian? Huh? Huh? No, I don't. Not yet. I don't. Ooh, have, you're one of. You're one of the special ones, it. Ian. I don't have the yeah. option to do it. So yeah. Yeah, you do. It's it's now available as of a few days. I mean, I I, yeah. I had a legacy. I had a legacy blue check before. And I've switched over already to, to Twitter Blue on the new account. Ah, so, so we'll see, it, Silver, if you, if you swap, do you, does it still say you're because you were important or not important? Or do you have it checked that the, the description now is like you paid? It, it changes. Like sometimes it says I'm notable. Sometimes it says I'm legacy and I'm notable. <laughs> and then sometimes it says I'm a Twitter Blue subscriber. Um, so it, 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 it literally changes all the time. When I Mine says it. may or may not be notable, which is yeah, yeah. accurate. Yeah. I like even Elon's one says it may or may not be notable. I was just checking it now. Yeah, he, uh, John, he, he said he wrote that language. He, he's, he, yeah. John, uh, you know what's going to be the what's going to be so hilarious is when they reach the deadline where all the legacy blue checks are removed in like the next sixty or ninety days. I don't know when the exact date is. And then we see which liberals actually cave and pay the $8. That will Definitely. be hilarious. He's also going to remove unused account names. Like he said, he's going to open up uh, account names. Like say your name is Steve and there's an account, Steve, that's just sitting there idle for years with no followers. He's going to uh, remove those accounts so that it'll open up those account names for people to grab. Uh, I've, I've well, got another Steven update. Scott- Go ahead, Catherine. I've got an update quickly. Go oh, ahead, yeah. Well, Steve, Stephen Fry, actually, uh, he, cause he left, uh, Twitter and then because, because Elon made that announcement, he actually came back, his team came back because uh, they paid the $8 to keep his name safe. Wow. So I've just got a quick update. Uh, uh, funny, the team just sent me, you know how we stream these for YouTube as well? We started doing that a week or two ago. And the team just sent me through that one of our, so we had a discussion. It's just a debate. And someone obviously mentioned something that breaches the YouTube's misinformation regarding the 2020 US election. Even though it was a debate, like it, we weren't actually promoting any theory. We were just debating different points. And uh, we got the video taken down. So so it's ironic that <laughs> that, that, that happened. Uh, so I think you're right, Ian. The COVID one, we may not be able to stream it at all. Because oh, yeah. oh, when, yeah. when you, the thing is, it's annoying is that we're debating different topics. So, like we're not promoting any particular point. Yeah, we're just debating like it. They don't like you even question it. You can't question the science you know what are you some kind of anti-vaxxer yeah yeah and i have and what's funny is i have another message here let me see if i still have it open the team sent it to me and and i think you'll appreciate it's from a a liberal account i don't know brian if you'll agree with that point but uh, the gentleman says bro i ran as a progressive candidate for local office in austin getting annihilated by the quote-unquote woke liberals and was uh, this word everyone loves to use it now and was more or less attacked for my views on the biden laptop despite the fact we came from the same party while we have some differences on opinion when it comes to uh, comes to past administrations i am so enthralled 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 by what you ian and elon are doing okay not me ian and elon <laughs> not a good mix while mainstream narrative <laughs> will never while mainstream narrative will never show it there has been a massive push from moderate progressives to return honesty honesty and decency to our party but obviously we have been getting beaten out time and time again by cult leaders and have been heavily censored by
It's not a trick question. I'm just like it's more of a general question, Ed. I guess I think you said yes. Can you, can you hear me, Catherine? I think I'd love you. you I'd know, like your take as well, Catherine. Would you agree with that comment? You know what I'll say? I think that real progressives who care about progressive issues, uh, they are kind of. Why are you all cutting out, Catherine? I can't hear you either now. Yeah, she cut out. Yeah, and Ed cut out as well. Tom, let's try Tom because I saw him on mute. Let's see if you cut out, Tom. I mean, they're into, they're they're always they're always individual progressives or leftists or liberals who support free speech. But the organized left, as I call it, the kind of the infrastructure of the left and their partisan allies in the Democratic Party have decided that you know free speech is to be directly challenged, not on the slide, but really quite directly. And, you know, we have this rising revolutionary left within our society, and their analysis of free speech is that it's a it's a false, you know, it's a false or fake concept, however you want to put it, uh, created by the privileged uh, to suppress the marginalized. So they have this they have this Marxist approach to all of our freedoms as being uh, uh, products of a corrupt system, uh, capitalist, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so, therefore, it, it, it's on the chopping block. So that's why you have these these academic centers talking about misinformation, disinformation. You know, the partisan left, the, the partisans, meaning the Democrats, you know, it's to, to me, it's readily apparent why they want to suppress their political opposition. That's what politicians would love to be able to do if they could get away with it. And in this case, they are able to get away with it because the media – which supports this philosophy I've been talking about, has decided that certain voices are to be censored. And if they're not censored, those who aren't doing it should be punished. And that's where Musk, that's why Musk is being targeted. Uh, I just kicked out Ian. Let me bring Ian back up. Um, and Stephen got kicked out as well. Um, yeah, I've just, um, I'm trying to bring up Taylor, Lorenz, or Elon. So I've just DM both, see if they can come in. Do we have any insights as to what Lorenz was was bounced for? Was it? Was yeah, it she the, made was, a, was she doxing previous? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. Elon said it was specific. He, it was in a reply, I think, last night that it was specifically for a doxing event previously, a previous doxing event she did, and he announced last night she'll she'll be back shortly. So, I was teasing, and, by the way. <laughs> and, and to be specific, the doxing event I believe he banned her for is that she was doing a story on uh, someone who was not that big of a social media personality yet. And she said, hey, we're not going to use your address, but we need it. We're not going to use it in the article, but we need it for context and to prove this is real. And so she reluctantly gave over her address to Taylor Lorenz, at which point Taylor disregarded every single thing she had said. And decided to post anyway her address to a lot of different people who could see it, who disagreed with her, which obviously is a safety risk. Diana said that's dangerous. I agree, Diana. But it's, it, I thought that was really bad. And Elon Musk did comment as well to provide context clues. He commented, that's not good um, in, in reference to that. So I believe that's why she was banned. I'm actually surprised yeah. she's back. That, yeah, is, well, that was Ari. That was Ariadna, and the interesting thing, really quick, is that she shared that story with us yesterday on a Twitter space with. Right. Uh, now Tara cut out. Catherine, oh yeah, you, you have your hand up. 
Yeah, um, I I don't know. I was cut out when I was uh, answering that previous question, but I'll move on from that because um, obviously it was censored because I was <laughs> 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 not not by this room though. No. Uh, but I just wanted to give an update on the poll then, um, since uh, if if that's okay, Mario. Yeah, yeah, please. Of course it is. Why are you asking? So. So I don't know. So now since it's uh so now since uh it it's it was a little bit of a different audience, uh it was sixty five percent against. I knew I knew that will happen. So it's 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 really split um which is which is not a bad thing. Um I was actually un- surprised because my followers are, are kind of uh all over the place, I would say. I, I so. also retweeted it, so that could have had some influence as well. <laughs> that <was probably> <laughs> I was worried Ian was going to retweet it. That would have ruined the whole thing. I would have thrown that off. <laughs> but yeah, so it's, it's so that's that's interesting. So it depends on where it goes. It's very hard to do these polls and 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 really know the, the real the real story um, since since it really depends on who sees it at any given moment. But anyways, you know, you know, so, you know. Just... Their accounts with the other audiences retweet it and get their audience yeah, to I thought, vote. Uh, I, I thought, than, I, yeah, I thought about, I thought about that. But that's okay. No, I, I thought I thought about that. But if she retweets it, it will get less reach. That's why I thought like others retweeting would be good. But like having two accounts and then maybe maybe uh, you can, Kathy, you can retweet Tyros. Tyros can retweet yours, and then we'll see what happens. Well, the, game. the the wording of the two polls is dramatically different, so that's probably playing a lot of, a, a lot into the results. Yeah, some people said that they were confused by Tara's wording because they didn't know exactly what it meant as well. And also, I had a third option, and Tara didn't have a third option, so that also played a role, perhaps. So I'm trying to bring oh, Tara, Tara and Ian. I'm trying to bring Ian and Tara up because they keep getting kicked off being co-host. Let me invite them again. Um, yeah, let me send that invite. Jesus Christ. Oh, and also back. on the progressive uh, on the progressive issue, I think that there there's a, a group of progressives that actually care about what they say that they care about, which is you know like you know let's say homelessness, drug addictions, prison reform, things like that, right? The 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 sort of the progressive issues of the day, healthcare. And they're focused on trying to solve those issues. And they are generally not the people who care about sort of the woke issues. Uh, and they're not generally woke and they don't necessarily want to suppress speech and they're fine to talk to. And I've had many conversations and they're open and they're not like subscribed to sort of the cancel culture and let's cancel conservatives. And when you debate with somebody like that or have conversations, they tend to know the facts of things much more and they've got it together. Um, those are a really different breed from sort of what people sort of rile up uh, on the right, more riled, get more riled about, um, as, and kind of label the woke. Um, so I think it's very important to make these distinctions. Um, yeah. So those were my thoughts when, when I got cut off. Hmm. I'm trying to bring Ariadna. Is it good to have you back, Ari? Can you hear me, Ari? She dropped out as well. What is going on? And Ian dropped out. Uh, I think every time people try to speak, it just it just bounces them for some reason. And then is Tara still here? Tara also dropped out. Yeah, this is starting to piss me off. Um, and Ari is dropped. For fuck's sake, everyone's dropping out. There's, uh, it's it's we blame Taylor. Yeah, I blame Taylor. Know, the rent for Taylor. I mean, we should, <laughs> <laughs> probably ban her again. So, just for the 
safety of this platform. I feel very unsafe with her on. I really can't wait to have Taylor because poor, poor, poor girl. I don't know anything about it, but she's getting annihilated yeah. in this place for two days now. Well, uh, she, blo- she blocked me for I don't know what reason. Uh, you know, what struck me is that she was out there again suggesting that she was banned after she put out a question to Elon Musk. And I don't know if you saw the tweet that she made, uh, but to me it was wildly inappropriate for a journalist to say I've been trying to reach Elon Musk and David Sachs, and I think it was a third person whose name I don't recall. Uh, I've got information that I want to talk to you about. Please call me. Or something generally like that. And I read it as, you know, a threat. I've got private information. You call me about it. On what or on what principle would a journalist put something like that into the public domain? It's just beyond me. Who is running the Washington Post that allows this person to behave as she does as a representative of the paper? You know, she can have her own personal views. Uh, it's clear that she is antagonistic. Uh, towards the targets of her reporting often. Uh, but, uh, you know, to, but the Post, it's, to me, has to take accountability. Is this the type of journalism they want associated with their publication? And, of course, the other challenge for them, which few want to admit, is that the Post is a competitor of Elon Musk, not only with Twitter specifically and advertising, but, you know, Bezos has got other competitive issues with uh, Musk as well, for which few want to hold them accountable in terms of highlighting the context of their attacking, their attack reporting on Musk. Uh, yeah, I do want to say, Ian, you keep getting kicked out. Now, Tara, I don't know if you'll get kicked yeah, out again. Yeah, I got kicked out again like a million times. The, yeah, Tara got kicked out as well. <laughs> So I think yeah, it's co-host. Getting, like, yeah, Kat, yeah, yeah. I I sent, I sent an invite to Cat as well. I'm just my job now is just sending invites, but I'm just keeping the space running. I like I was thinking end the space. I'm giving a bit of time. See if and uh, Silver got kicked out. Um, yeah. I don't think. I hope Elon doesn't join now because he'll just he'll just get kicked out. Um, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think we've we've done a pretty good job covering it. Let me bring Tara back up. Let me see if Elon Elon replied or Taylor. Yeah, they both. Uh, didn't reply, so I guess they're busy. But yeah, I think we covered it pretty well. Uh, any last points to add? I've just brought up. Is Ian kicked out again? <laughs> yeah. Any, any five, five, yeah. Of course, go ahead, Tara. Again, and which it might any second, but it says uh, someone uh, peed on. <laughs> That's it's sad but funny. Uh, she got kicked out again. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think it's, I think the space. I want to know what Tara's saying, and then I'm gonna end the space. Um, for everyone listening, we have the COVID space tomorrow. We delayed it from today, and luckily, because we could cover this thing, this story. Um, I'll just send an invite to Tara to kind of tell us what she was about to say. Everyone's getting kicked out. Everybody. There's only, there's only who's left. This is funny. Jonna, you're left, and you haven't spoken yet, Jonna. So do you want to tell us your points on, on this, uh, on this discussion before it kicks you out? All right. Let's see if it doesn't kick me out first. Can you guys Give hear me? Yep, yes, you're good. we can. Perfectly. All right. So um, when I first saw the platforms, it, but that's actually not true. So if you read closely, it says we recognize that certain social media platforms provide alternative experiences to Twitter and allow users to post content to Twitter from these platforms in general. Any type of cross posting to our platform is not in violation of this policy, even from the prohibited sites listed above. Well, thanks for the clarification, Tara. Um, and uh, yeah, John, go ahead. You were, you were speaking. Jump in. 
Is Ian back? No. Yeah, Jonah, you want to go in before you get kicked out? you got to unmute Jonah, unless you're already kicked out. <laughs> She's kicked out, I think. Tara, can you hear me? <laughs> is anyone there? Is it just me now? Is there any speakers that can speak? I, I, Hello. I can, can I? Okay. Yeah, let's see. You can. You can. Let's see how long you guys last. We have Jonah, who can't unmute. You're muted, Jonah. So try to unmute Jonah, because it says you're there. Matt, Catherine, and Stephen, and Sam, and Tom is back. So I'm not going to invite more speakers. I want to see how long would last with you guys, I'm, and then I'll I'm end the space. I'm a lifeline, Maria, because the EU law that myself and several others have been citing uh, doesn't actually come into play until May. So that's uh, that's a big a big change in the, in okay. the dialogue in terms of the EU. Oh, okay, so, very, so the law you were referring to only only kicks in in uh, in May, yeah. So it's a few months exactly, left. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that, that kind of yeah, that, that kind of clarifies that point. So Tom, you're still with us. Ian is back. Tara's back. So I won't invite anyone anymore. I'm just gonna wait to see uh, if it's gonna kick any more out. So we got we got Tom, Matt, Ian, Tara, Catherine, Stephen, and Sam left surviving. Uh, let's see who's the winner at the end. Who Twitter deems the winner? Um, but yeah, so Tara, we heard your point. Uh, uh, the poor lady that was playing, that was speaking just before, um, she just got kicked out. She'd been waiting for like an hour to speak. So I do apologize. Um, and uh, I think we've covered the point discussion really well. So Ian, final thoughts. Uh, update the audience on what the decision is and what kind of the conclusion of the room is before we get kicked out. And you're kicked out. <laughs> so we have Sam, Stephen, Catherine and Matt. Let's see who the winner is. <laughs> so Matt, are you with us? Yes, can, can you hear me? I do have a baby crying back there, but I imagine you still hear me. Yeah, yeah I can hear you perfectly fine. Um, and we've got Ed is back. Um, so, Stephen, uh, your final thoughts on the matter? Because you've been you've been supportive of all of Elon's decision. Are you still concerned about this one, or you think it's just a smart business decision? Um, you know, overall, yes, I'm still generally very supportive of Elon Musk and the tr- overall trajectory uh, under his acquisition of Twitter. However. Uh, I do think that we have seen a couple of stumbles here, and that's what I'd describe them as, stumbles. Uh, I wouldn't say they're as, as big enough to describe as massive blunders, but um, what the good news is is Elon has showed uh, in his leadership style that he's open to a lot of feedback, and he's open to augmenting. <laughs> so Stephen didn't win. Uh, he just got kicked out. Uh, Catherine, your final thoughts? So it's you, Matt, and Sam competing for the winner. Oh your final God. thoughts, Catherine? This is so going to go off, Ryan. Okay. And it's just, hold on, hold on. It's just you and Sam left. Uh, and Matt just got kicked out. So it's you and Sam. Let's see who's the winner. Man versus lady. Uh, so your final thoughts, Catherine? Okay. <laughs> you got kicked out as well, oh, no, Sam. Sure. You're the winner, Sorry, man. Am I, am I still here? It's just me and you, man. Look, my final <laughs> thoughts on this. This is Elon behind the scene, man. Let me, let me message Elon. Uh, I'm not going to message him because I'm going to end the space now. But, you know, your final thoughts, Sam, on this before you get kicked out as well. <laughs> You're out. It's just me. <laughs> it's just me, guys. All right. So just to kind of conclude it, um, I think the, the, um, the concern around free speech, I think we had a few panelists concerned. Um, my position was it's less about free speech and more more of a business decision, but I understand the concern. It's a valid concern nonetheless. Um, Elon is looking for other ways to monetize the platform. This could be one way in his reply to, I think it was Stephen, or I can't remember who it was. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember the name. But his, his reply to one of the tweets um, is that he is looking at, you know, you got to pay to advertise. That's kind of the comment that was uh, that uh, Elon replied to, which makes sense in my opinion. Um, so he's looking for other ways to monetize it. He's running a business, a business that's financially not in a good position. So I think 
we cannot expect, and that's just my opinion, so there's no other panelists that disagree with me, so I want, I'll, I'll just kind of be a bit broad with it, but I think we can't expect Twitter to be a, a town, town square or town hall, whatever we called it, because it is a business, and I think he ha- there, there are some responsibilities to censor certain information. I think drawing that line is very tricky, and he does need to make a profit. He does need to run the business, and that may you know, he may need to take decisions such as, hey, charging for X, Y, Z. Um, so I think we do need to give him some slack to run a business and not just expect completely free censorship for Twitter. Um, and, and I'm pretty, you know, the doxing situation yesterday is a different discussion that we've already had. But in this case, I'm not against it. And I think even the, the panelists that were a bit concerned with the decision, they understood where Elon came from. So I don't think it's too polarizing of a decision. Um, and we all agree that, Twitter does have the right to do this. Is it the right decision, wrong decision? We have to also remember, just for the audience, we're not running Twitter. We're not in their finance team. We're not. We're not working at their executive team. I would have loved to have like Jason Calacanis or or um, uh, Mark Andreessen again, or somebody that is talking to, Twitter, to to Elon behind the scenes on the board, making those decisions. I think having their perspective on this um, would have helped a lot. Now, why is this important? Why did we do a space? I'll kind of end it with that final point, and I hope you guys find value in this point. Is that I, when I first saw this, uh, uh, Brian Krasenstein sent me the tweet, and I sent it to Ian, and we're discussing whether it's worth running a space. They were kind of 50 50. I'm like, it's not a big decision. I didn't think it was a big decision. Then someone from my team, I sent it to them, and like half an hour later, they're like, holy shit, that's massive. And they're deep in marketing on different platforms. They're like, this is massive, Murray. Like, do a space urgently. I was surprised by that response. Um, I don't know why it's massive. I'm going to ask them. I should ask them to come up on stage and, and it's a bit too late now. But it could be from a, I look at it as more of a like anti-competitive. I think that's a better debate to have because, you know, there will be competitors to Twitter. Twitter has the right to be aggressive, but Twitter may reach a size as a company. So the bigger you get, the more responsibilities you have. For example, if Twitter was an, was an application with a million followers, a million users, and they were banning competitors, no one gives a shit. But if Twitter dominates social media and they have 90% of the audience, then it's a bigger concern because they do have that massive monopoly. Twitter is, is you know, on the high end, but not as big as Meta, for example, as big as Instagram or YouTube. So they might get more leeway, but we do have to remember EU regulators are a bit unhappy with some of the decisions Elon made. So that's a, a brief overview from my end. I'll try to bring Ian and, and uh, Tara to kind of say thanks to everyone and, and end the room. That's my two cents. Um, anything final to say, Ian, Tara, before I end the space? Tara, Ian, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I just added a poll to the top yeah. here. So if you all want to... Cool. We got another poll by Ian. So we got a great poll by Tara, a great poll by Ian. For anyone that wants to go vote, it would be and great just match, to get your thoughts on Elon Musk. I agree with his point. Uh, he said it makes uh, sense to be concerned about accounts created specifically to advertise competitors. But for the hundreds of millions of users who are not those accounts, the policy must be clear. Casually and occasionally are susceptible to arbitrary enforcement and not good guides. And that's what I told Elon as well. Uh, I think that the language needs to be clarified in the article itself. Like, it's pretty clear to me what he means, right? Like, it should be clear to anybody. But the article that they published is not well-worded. That, to me, is like the primary issue that is driving a lot of this confusion, even from lawmakers. And Justin Amash, uh, actually, uh, he summed it up perfectly, right? So if you guys want to take a look at that, I'm going to uh, uh, add that to the thing 
to my to the top. Yeah, you dropped. Yeah, to the top. I thought you dropped out. Tara, Tara dropped out. Okay. Um, so you're the last man standing. I am the last man standing. Um, I'm always. The last and it's man funny. Is is uh, five minutes ago, Elon replied to Robert Kennedy, who I, th- I think we're in talks with to come join the space for the COVID debate because I know he's very polarizing. And and kind of for the COVID debate, Ian, do you mind if I just end it with? The, yeah. You, you finish what you were saying. No, no, yeah. So for the COVID debate tomorrow. Yeah. That's been delayed constantly for various reasons. Um, it's scheduled for tomorrow. There's no reason to delay it. Uh, but we do have um, great speakers on both sides of the aisle. Just to give you an idea of the speakers we have. Um, this is going to be a really good discussion. So we have on one side, we have you know Jeremy Foss, Sierra Madad, Peter Hortez, and Debunk the Funk. On the other side, we have Peter McCullough, Mick. McCullough, yeah, McCullough. McCullough. Simone, McCullough. McCullough, Simone Gold, Andrew Huff, and Dr. Drew, who I was I just on a call Simone with Gold. before the space. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah. She uh, talked to Rebel News a while back. Didn't yeah. she Didn't she go to – wasn't she uh, – please correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't she go to jail? Uh, I, I'm not sure of her story, but I'm sure you can look it up and see if that's correct. Yeah, yeah. So, someone told me so, and I think my team looked it up. She did. I don't know why, so I'm not saying it's good or bad. I have no idea. I didn't look into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so these are the speakers for tomorrow. We're going to have a few spaces about COVID because we're going to have the Fauci files drop in a few days, maybe in a week. Um, yep. So we're going to have we're going to be discussing COVID very heavily. But these are the speakers for uh, tomorrow. Uh, but otherwise, I think it's a great space. Ian, really appreciate you always joining as always, and I think the audience appreciates you. you. Tara, I appreciate you as well. Mysterious Cat, Ed, you guys are beasts, and all other panelists. I think it was a great discussion. So thanks, everyone. Hope you found value in this. And um, as always, whenever there's urgent news or any breaking news, um, you can count on us uh, opening up the space and inviting uh, people relevant to the topic to discuss it. Tom, thanks a lot for joining as well. Brian, I'm just looking at the audience who's left from the team. Um, So, yeah, great discussion, guys. Love you all. Thank you. See you soon. Bye, everyone. And congratulations, Argentina. (laughs) I forgot to say that. Oh, hell yeah.